here, and Jordan is doing the Funky Monkey. Or like a more of a bent down version of the Funky Monkey. Oh, now he's doing the I don't know what I'm doing. The wave? It's bad for a podcast, but I don't care. I'm dancing. Yeah, I'm it's dancing. it's bad for the audio people. I don't know. I'm letting the music go because, you know, I'd never let it just play out a bit more with yeah, us talking it's, over. It's at a low enough volume that they can hear over us, I think. Yeah, yeah, they can still hear us, no problem. Yeah, I'll tweet drowning out the rain alone. Shut up! <laughs> the weather outside is not quite frightful, but mm-hmm. it is disappointing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it quite is indeed. I am... I, it is it, rainy. I don't like the rain. It's like, that's like my, I, I only like the rain when it is accompanied by thunder and lightning. That's yeah, that's it. cool. That's cool at night when you like, just trying to see and hear it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I find it rather kind of calming. I don't know why. You know what I found like to be some like, despite the circumstances, some awesome weather. When I had mm-hmm. COVID, the wind at night was like blowing a whole, like so much down the shore. It was like terrible, rainy weather like all week. Mm-hmm. There would it snowed at points. I think um, I was down the shore uh, quarantining by myself, and but the winds at night made like perfect like ASMR almost like our like um, white noise. Oh yeah, it was like it was mainly perfect white noise. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, it's perfect for to lead into whatever I'm going to talk about later on. What are we watching? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, if you've seen uh, the, well, the show that we've that I'm talking about. and uh, But if you've not seen this, this show before and don't know what we're talking about to you, let me tell you that uh, I'm Jared. And I'm Jordan, brother. Oh, yeah. And welcome back to the J&J Securicast podcast. A podcast about... Who cares? Stuff that we care about, man. Stuff we care about, fool. I don't yeah, know why we, I'm doing, we, like, we WrestleMania 1. I don't know why I'm doing WrestleMania 1, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. That's that's a strange choice, honestly. Yeah. If We're if talking I, about WrestleMania this week. Yes, we are. <laughs> I guess I'm in the mood for that. Hell yes. But uh, But if you don't care about talking about WrestleMania, we're going to talk about some other things. And uh, I'm going to lovingly take the time out of my day to make some time codes for you to check as well if you don't really want to listen to everything. But, you know, WrestleMania is a big thing we're talking about here. But today we're also talking about stuff like uh, Ezra Miller got arrested. Yep. The Oscars being a shit show. Ooh. Uh, The Avatar live action runtime episodes or episode runtime. Uh. Bruce Willis, uh, sadly retiring from acting, uh, and Jim Carrey possibly, uh, not possibly, hinting at retiring. We've got a bunch of MCU news as well, including how Morbius is doing crap, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, we, but I still want to go see it. I still want to see it. And all leading up to WrestleMania. Let's talk about WrestleMania 38 and why, unfortunately, I am... No longer the J and J Securecast E Boy Champion. Yeah, where's your belt, Jared? <laughs> it's over there. I gotta give it yeah. to Mish. Yes. I may or may not drive it to him if not if I don't mail it to him. <laughs> um, but you know, in in doing this though, uh, oh, hang on one second. I gotta give the link to a friend mm-hmm. so that way they can see it. Because I'm surprised he hasn't saved it by now. I, don't you hate when, like, like people just, like, guys, you, you can make accounts. I, I get that you're tired of making accounts, but just make an Excel. Just make an Excel spreadsheet for yourself. 
Start down all your usernames and password. It'll do you wonders. You just go back to whenever you want. It it the nightmare that you've suddenly had. It's suddenly organized for you. And you're gonna love it, baby. You're gonna, oh, you're love, gonna it. love it. You're gonna fucking love it. Yeah, just gotta remember a few passwords. Obviously, you can do the Google password ones too. But like, just get an Excel spreadsheet, guys. Get yeah. an Excel spreadsheet. I don't, yeah, Excel is Excel is a very underrated program. It really is. Like, especially because it's it's blocking people don't want to understand it. Yes. Well, we go back over to uh, some previous episode corrections and notes. Mm-hmm. Only a few this time. For from episode fifty, uh, Jared likes yellow suit Daredevil now. I do. I like it. It's. I hope we get it. Um, it's a nice oh, suit. Yeah. Recent news. I can't, I got a pop up actually earlier on my phone. I wonder if it's still there. Uh, yes. Marvel confirms. Please still be there. Marvel confirms Netflix characters are MCU canon. Good. They are officially. Uh, oh. Let's see. Um, Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios have tried to remain vague on the series, on the issue, as characters like Daredevil, like Matt Murdock and uh, Wilson Fisk, have returned in Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Hawkeye. But Marvel's official website might have just tipped the scales in favor of these shows being MCU canon. When the Netflix series initially dropped on Disney Plus, they were placed under the Defenders saga, separate from the other Marvel phases. But that category has been removed. This has done little to settle the debate for Marvel fans. The other series that seem to be MCU canon, like Agent Carter series, created for ABC, which was placed under the Legacy series category, not the MCU timeline, even though actor James uh, James Darcy showed up in Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, apparently he did. It was a nice crossover because so that might be Cam. I mean, I, so it, it doesn't really say really what it is. Of course, it's one of those misleading article titles for me that I've been tricked once again into. And now Daredevil I showed up in like Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, of yeah. course, the Netflix shows are canon. I agree. I'm very, I'm very excited to find out uh, what uh, happens when Peter meets Frank. <laughs> oh. Frank? That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a fun time. Oh, Frank Castle! Oh my God! Yeah. you know what? You know what I want as a Marvel series? I want the Punisher and the Squirrel Girl. <laughs> what? And the tagline will read, "Let's get fucking nuts. Let's go." Perfect. That's what I want. Perfect. All right. Jared couldn't see Billy Joe biopic article because of viewing limits on newspaper websites. I wanted to rant about that. That's so fucking stupid. We had that actually a little bit before when we were looking at articles for tonight. Yeah, like, yeah, they like they let you read, like, the first, like, five, read for, like, five or ten seconds, and then, like, the giant pop-up pops up afterwards, like, after you started reading it. Like, come exactly. on. It's like, like, bring us, like, to a blank page first and say, hold on, do you want to subscribe? Exactly. That should that. be the first thing that it goes to, man, like for a smooth user experience. I don't know if you watch any like TikToks or Reels at all or Facebook. I don't touch Reels. TikTok, okay, but okay. go ahead. Some I I, I am I have uh, gotten videos of one guy, I think uh, Maddie McTosh or something McTosh. And uh, he's always got these like website cheats. And he I've, I can I could have sworn that one of them was for a website that like has locked articles like this. I wish I remembered it right now. I should I should have sent it to you. That's what I should have done it's okay. probably in like saved videos i'll find it later on maybe after the show or at least Absolutely. editing jared will find that out 
Mm-hmm. Uh, back on episode 52. So Mammoth WVH was missing two members of the band, not just one. They are a five-piece band. Oh, okay. So I saw them as a three-piece. That is a very unique experience for seeing Mammoth WVH. Mm. Another of Jared's early memories of Cody Rhodes as Stardust was when David Bowie died and he painted his face like Ziggy Stardust and then proceeded to lose a match that night. Good luck, Cody. Yep. And my phone just went off. Thank you very much, alerts. Uh, uh, Was it mark your boxes on uh, bingo? Yep. I was going to say, like, if you got, if you made your own bingo card. Now's the time. Yeah. So, Do You Want to Taste It uh, is from 2010, but there are other 80s glam bands in the show. I think we already talked yeah, about Jared that. Yeah, Jared is from 2010. I don't right. lie to you. You're right. You're right. You're <laughs> but right. yeah, it's a, I like that it's a mixture of actual 80s hair metal band and like current hair metal bands. I love the fact that, that Chris's taste has not changed since he was in prison. <laughs> no. Because that is the music that he listens to, and it's the same type, even though it's from bands who are far removed from the glor- from that era, and also far removed from actual Satanism or uh, and being shitty people like his father. Yeah. I wonder if that's where he got. The, I forget if that's where he got all the music taste from. Oh no, that was his brother. What am I saying? Oh yeah, yeah, that's from his brother. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. All right, but that's all the corrections I really had at the moment. Tell me, Jordan, what is a boss and a sad boy? All right. Well, uh, a couple things came in. Uh, the first one, I kind of talked about it briefly at the end of the of last show, but uh, I got a new Star Wars figure. I got Boss. Boss? Ooh. Yeah, I got uh, the leader of the Republic Commandos hmm. from uh, the game Republic Commando. Oh, cool. Okay, wait, let me uh, yeah, I you closer. Talk, I, br- I, I mentioned this on the show like way back when, when it first got announced. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, not much to say. It's basically um, if you have a hunter... This is pretty much Hunter, the same body. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like, it looks I, like it. The you can see the, like the midriff. Yeah, the midriff, even the backpack. Um, I'm not really sure how to feel about the battle damage though, because I I I like what it, there it is, but I kind of wish there was more of it spread throughout the body because when I think of Republic Commandos, I kind of think of like dirt and grunge all over, but that just might be because of the PlayStation Two graphics. Um, oh. but that's just me personally. Um, I mean, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I'm probably gonna, aside from him, I'm probably gonna finish up my Star Wars figure collecting with Echo and the rest of the Commandos, honestly. So that's kind of it. And I got Soundwave. Ooh. The new Soundwave toy from the, uh, this is what he looked like in the Bumblebee movie. Um, I gotta say he's a, he's a pretty good figure. The robot mode is very nice, very clean all around. Yeah. Um, the only weird thing with the head sculpt is like he's sad. Oh my god, you're right. He's sad. I don't know what they did with the visor, but it, he looks sad. I have no oh idea why. Um, he's supposed to be a bad guy. I know. He's just the shape of a visor, but now he's sad. He's not a bad guy. He's a sad guy. That's right. He is a sad guy. I tried to make him less sad. By getting his little partner, Ravage, to go along with him. Uh, He's quite fun. Um, He's supposed to fold up into, like, a cube into Soundwave's chest here. Um, But I can't quite get him to fit quite perfectly yet. I'll keep working on it. Uh, Soundwave's... uh, Oh, yeah, the only other thing is, like, his vehicle mode is not really much of a vehicle mode. Isn't wasn't it's his just, old thing like a a tape recorder? His old thing. Yeah, he turned in. He literally turned into a cassette player. Um, <laughs> I remember that. 
And it's been a battle ever since uh, 1984 to try and come up with a convincing alt mode for Soundwave. Uh, for this figure, it's just like a hovercraft mode, which I'm sorry, it's just, it's, I look at it, I'm just, I'm not convinced by it. Oh. Um, I'll have to transform it a few more times, but uh, yeah, it's basically him like laying kind of flat pretty much with his legs sort of up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, I really like this figure. It's another good addition to the uh, Bumblebee movie collection. Um, and there is more and more has come out. They are really milking that um, f- opening five minute scene for everything that it's worth with all those characters. It's like when they whenever they have um, a figure, a pop figure for like one specific character has been like an, one episode of a show. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a Cabbage Merchant uh, pop figure. He's been in, like, five episodes of, of Avatar overall, maybe. Oh, he's 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 an icon. He is. Jared, you got to understand, like, he's a living icon. Bigger than even Soundwave himself. True, true. Uh, who's, like, another minor character that, that, like, probably has, like, a pop figure from, like, any show? Uh, I would say... I'm trying to think of all the Simpsons characters. There you go. That just the Simpsons characters. There's a general. lot of Simpsons characters, but they're all kind of there's big, like fig- I guess. there's like figures and shit. There's like figures and shit for that too. Like there's like hundreds of figures that never that like I, I don't know if you ever watch any of Evil Uno's vlogs, but he's collecting tons of Sims, Simpsons figures right now. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, destroying his bank account. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh god. You got to get like uh Duffman and uh Mod Flanders. Oh my I god. Mod. Poochie. <laughs> nice. All right, well, that was uh, some nice figures. Thank you very much, Jordan. Let's Thank move you. on now to talking a little. I need to talk a bit about some of the Oscars. So, mm-hmm. other than the uh, the obvious thing that um, that Jordan got a mention in last week, I expect another at one point. Mm-hmm. I expect it to come slapping me in the face. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> So, let's just talk about how awful this show was anyway, uh, the Oscars. So, for one thing, Amy Schumer, one of the hosts or comedian guest hosts, I don't know, um, just stole jokes from Twitter that were old as shit. I mean, I mean, Amy Schumer, well, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer stealing jokes, not exactly like breaking news but it's you know it's not surprising yeah just stuff to like blatantly from twitter apparently like even reading old tweets word for word yeah yeah the only the only the only the best joke that she thought she had was prevented by the staff actually oh what the kristen seed the kristen stewart seat filler one no, I was going to say a, a, it was a joke related to Alec Baldwin. Oh, what? And they said, no. And they said, no, you cannot do that. You oh, right. That. Yes, I heard about that. And it's just like, and it's, and she was complaining about it. I'm like, no, they saved your, your they saved your career. Yeah, that girl. joke was tasteless. What it the was. fuck? Come on. Yeah. I'm not even going to repeat it on the show, man. Apparently this was like a totally different, like, um, writing team and like directing team for this Oscars than usual. Like, First, uh, apparently, the first Oscars I think were um, a black person was the director, from what I heard. I don't know. Okay. What was I gonna say? Oh, uh, terrible thing though happening is all the awards for like crew and shit were cut, like you know, editing, yeah, what? sound and yeah, lighting, what the hell? cinematography, all of that shit cut from the from the main show because they wanted to make sure that the show didn't run long. Well, I mean, you don't have to have supposed, them. Supposed to be you can hours. you can run. Yeah, it's. Sorry, could you repeat that, yeah. Jared? For the it was audience? supposed to be three hours. It went three hours forty. 
Oh, really? It already went through hours 40. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? I mean, you don't need, I don't want to say, I don't mean to say cruel, but it's like you don't need like every single uh, award for the crews to like come up. If you're worried about time, you could just have like a nice dedicated segment for like the crew and then go best makeup for so-and-so. It's like, like a Hall of Fame sort of smile and wave thing, which I know isn't great, but it's like, yeah, you know. There was like an Oscar, I think, or what was it, Grammy? No, I don't remember what it was. That because the Grammys were also this past week, and they're the same night as WrestleMania t- night too. Um, but it, I just got reminded of how um, I don't know if it was that the Oscars or the Grammys, how um, something that Louis C.K. put out, Louis C.K., who I thought was canceled, won over Bo Burnham's Inside. Really? Yeah, and you know that was fucking Bo Burnham's Inside. Yeah, that shit was a masterpiece. That's weird. Um, it just it generally sucked. It was a generally a bad show. Aside from, you know, what also happened, we know. I don't know. I, I, I know Was there one... anything nice? Was there anything genuinely nice that happened on air? That night? Like, seriously, any, like, did anyone get, like, an award that was like, oh, that's nice? Um, I mean, I mean, but there was something else that happened to the guy also. I mean... <laughs> I feel like there was someone who actually who did get like a really nice win at the Oscars that night also. Um who was it? Was it someone who won like best supporting maybe? Uh Encanto won best animated feature. Yeah, but what was it up against also? Uh whatever else was animated that year, excuse me. I don't remember. All right, the Oscars wasn't good. That's for, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah. And they, the but, worst thing is they didn't air Samuel L. Jackson's. Oh yes, award. that they did that his lifetime achievement award from like Denzel Washington that presented. Yeah, that was just, really I can't emotional. believe that they snubbed that. Yeah, that sucks. <sighs> they good job, aired Oscars. That. Do better next year, even though no one's gonna watch anyway. Hey, hey Jared, you know what the solution is? You know what the solution is? What? Yeah, shut it all down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you referred to the animation before, and you know, speaking of animation, something that went from that's going from animation to live action <laughs> that we're all worried about here. <laughs> the Avatar live action r- end times have been announced for an episode count. Avatar: The Last Airbender star Paul Sun Sun Hyung Lee confirms season one of uh, Netflix's live action adaptation will consist of eight episodes. And uh, he was on the Handsome Genius Radio Club podcast. Lee revealed that the first season of live action will consist of eight hour-long episodes. Contra mm. co- previous reports that the season would run for ten episodes. Eight one-hour-long episodes. So, and the math has been done here by CBR that with eight episodes running at 60 minutes each, Netflix's Avatar Season 1 will have a total runtime of 480 minutes. Interesting, this is the exact same runtime as Book One Water, the first season of Avatar, the, of, of Nickelodeon's original Avatar The Last Airbender animated series. 20 episodes at 24 minutes, the exact same runtime. Oh, that's interesting. Like, could they do it shot for shot? Would they? I, I, it would be impressive if they did. I wouldn't mind that. Me neither. But like, I also wouldn't mind seeing some shots just done bigger. What, what, what? There's some episodes that we can even get rid of, probably. Yeah. The Great Divide. The Great Divide can be gone. Mm-hmm. No Great Divide episode needed. No Fortune Teller needed. Yeah. Not sure how they would squeeze in Bato, so that's probably gone. Hmm. Um, I don't know. They, like, they wouldn't like literally squeeze in like the episodes just like that. Also, but they, they, it's just interesting like how the runtimes line up like that. 
Yeah. I mean, do you think um, do you think the Kyoshi stuff might get cut? No, definitely not. They cannot cut Avatar the Kyoshi stuff. They cannot. Okay. They like after the Kyoshi stuff got cut from the first live action from the M Night Shyamalan movie, and it had been filmed. They filmed a bunch of stuff with it, <sighs> like. Uh, they, they, fans would be in uproar if they cut Suki. Yeah, yeah. I could see them cutting Haru. Who's like, Haru? Haru. Uh, episode. Exactly. There you go. I was. I. I know who Haru is. Uh, Pips. We can. They can cut. Could they cut Jet? Oh man. Yeah, that might be. Uh, possibly. Oh, that'd suck. But I like Jet though. Yeah, maybe they have to combine some stories together even. Yeah, I think so. They'll have to, like, fuse some stuff together, probably. Yeah. Like, imagine if, like, the, the destruction of the town, like, uh, with that flood was, like, merged with how they as they find, um, uh, what's the guy? Uh, Zhang Zhang the Deserter. Right. The firebending master. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I remember him. I, remember. I thought he was, yeah, he was, like, a season one guy. All this season one. And, okay, so, uh, Lee uh, is slated to portray the character of Uncle Iroh, who famously vo- was voiced by, uh, the Mako Iwamawatsu until Greg Baldwin took over. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender originally aired on Nickelodeon for a total of 61 episodes from 20, 2005 to 2008. The series was met with critical acclaim. Yes, it, 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 people love it. I love Avatar. It's, it is one of my favorite. Avatar The Last Airbender is my favorite show of all time. Yeah, it's one of the, it's probably one of the best family shows ever made. Yes, exactly. I cannot wait. Well, I, I mean, I can wait, but like, I hope that like, it, I hope, hope it's good. good. I hope it yeah, is you hope good. It's good. That's what yeah. I hope. Yes. So let's move on to what I oh, something else that I hope is good, but uh currently the actor is not in a good spot right now is uh the Flash. The Flash's actor specifically, uh Ezra Miller. Do we know why he lost his mind? Fame? Is there uh, well I was it's like is there any it's like look if you <sighs> I, I, I can't, like, get into the headset of someone who's, like, rich and famous and a public figure. I can imagine that at times it can be very stressful. But if if you think you're going to be, like, stressed out and don't like being in public as much, maybe stay at home and maybe not go to karaoke bars and, like, yell at people. <laughs> I, yeah, especially I, when you're at a fucking karaoke bar. Yeah. You know how I mentioned No Thunder and Lightning? Oh, it's starting? <laughs> I hear Thunder and Lightning right now. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. It'll I be think fine. We'll be fine. Just gotta pray. We'll be fine. Oh god, I am seeing the lightning though, and I wish I could turn off the lights, but whatever. Yes. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. All so, fingers yeah. crossed. Yes. Ezra Miller got arrested for disorderly conduct uh, at a, you know, after an incident at a karaoke bar. Uh, I bail was posted. Don't know if he's out yet. Uh, this is not a good look for him. And I think it has been posted already by the okay. people he was staying with. But, yes. mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, this has caused some controversy and uh, it, prom- prom- it prompted an emergency meeting over his uh, DCEU future. DCEU. DCEU. So... According to Rolling Stone, Warner Brothers and DC executives held an emergency meeting on March 30th to discuss Miller's future with the studio. While the decision doesn't appear to have been formalized, one source says the consensus is to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including possible appearances in the DC Cinematic Universe. So, uh, remember, his movie was set to come out uh, later this year. It's now not coming out until a week after my birthday next year. 
Yep. Is not coming out until I am a week. I am 27 years and one week old. Yep. <laughs> that is when I we get to see this movie. There. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think the world would mourn the loss of the Flash. With the way he's currently acting, I agree. Yeah. And just how far back and how like far back they push these movies after like they make them like Jesus Christ DC. Yeah, I yeah I don't know how well this movie's gonna do. I didn't know how well this movie's gonna do before this incident. Now I'm now I'm kind of questioning it. Same like, hey, we're seeing what's happening with Morbius. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what's gonna happen? It's it was stuck in development hell for years. Went through multiple directors before uh, Andy Mashuti helmed the fil- the feature. It was filming was completed on October eighteenth. It was completed back in October of last year, and it's not set to come out until June of next year. Over a year and a half after they finished. Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird thing to like sit like, on a finished movie like. Like that, I can't well, remember like when the last filming. time that's happened. It was finished filming. Huh? Editing still needed to happen, obviously. Okay, you know, yeah. Special effects. All right. But, like, I mean, I don't think that it's going to take that long, is it? No, I mean, unless those are some spectacular special effects. Yeah, exactly. Or spectacularly shitty. Who knows? The, the, but the first look we saw this was back at DC Fandom. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's 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 get off the flash. He's already, he's, he's double starring in the movie because there's already two of him in it, so he's going to be double canceled now. But yep. <laughs> moving on though to some uh, unfortunately still sad news as Bruce Willis is stepping away from acting following a diagnosis of asphasia. Uh, Bruce yeah. Willis. So his family announced that the actor is retiring from the profession after being diagnosed uh, with asphasia, a language disorder caused by brain damage that affects a person's ability to communicate. Willis's family members posted a joint statement to social media announcing the actor's retirement. To Bruce's amazing supporters, as a family, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with asphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. So he he basically is unable to communicate anymore. Like he did, and like in recent years, like he had been doing like lots of movies, just lots of questionable movies, just not even doing a whole lot in them, not much acting. And he's yeah, just trying to stock up on money, I guess, because he knew something was up. Yeah, yeah, he's been acting because we're odd this year, and it's it's a real shame to hear that. Um, yeah, just for like asphasia, like the most basic symptoms are like trouble speaking clearly, having a hard time writing. And even understanding other people talking. So, like, that's, I mean, obviously we wish him the best. I can hear that, too. I know. I was going to say, was that here? No, it's 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 outside my window. That was outside your window? Okay, because I felt yeah. like... I don't know why. My house, my, like, my room has, like, terrible, like, soundproofing. And I oh. apologize for that. It's okay. I don't know what's going on. Whoa. It's heavy down there. Oh, no, I heard some loud, there's some loud stuff happening out here, too. Okay, so it was both of us. This is, the, this is the wrong weather to be doing a podcast in, folks, especially over I Twitch. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, it's sad to see that this has happened to uh, Bruce Willis. And I don't know. What, what's one of your favorite or, or, uh, Bruce Willis movies? Because, like, oh, my God, he's got such a it's, career. It's Die Hard for me. It's Die Hard? I'll, let me tell you this. Yeah. I've never seen a Die Hard movie. Oh, you got to see the first one. I'm told. I remember I've seen Red. That was that was a fun one. Yeah, Red's a fun action movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen some of his parts in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. It was, he was. You there was also Unbreakable. 
my, there's also my dog Unbreakable. Was there. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to think of what else. Uh, there, was, there was something else in my head. There's uh, a lot of pic- I'm just looking at uh, movies of his, and there's just so many on here. I, Gasoline Alley, never heard of it. It came out this year, apparently. <laughs> uh, I can hear my dad. Oh my god, he was in Over the Hedge. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I love Over the Hedge. Oh, He's yeah. the raccoon. He's great. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like a, it's like, it's such, it's like good but not good. Just watch it. Just watch Over yeah. the Hedge if you've never seen it. All right, but uh, thank you so much, Bruce Willis. Um, good luck to him and his family. Yeah. Yippee ki cowboy. We'll miss oh, you. Yeah. Sadly, now even more sad news. <sighs> wow. Um, um, are we still? God alive? didn't like that. Um. Okay. Um, are we still live? Uh, I I can still hear you. Okay. Um, so <laughs> You know, Jordan, I, I think we should unfortunately move this to tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we will continue this tomorrow, folks. Okay, cuz let me tell you, my one of my monitors just turned off and turned back on. And yeah, I, my lights. Um, <laughs> my lights are flashing. All, All right, right, we folks, gotta go, we'll see folks. You tomorrow, we'll be. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. We'll we'll do this All again right. sometime when it's clear weather. Yeah, Bye, we'll, folks. Follow us on social media. You'll know where to find us. Yes, we'll, we'll call back. Bye. Mwah. Just a, just a frozen statue man? <laughs> yeah. Just a frozen statue man. Yet I'm always just stuck in a one position. I, I'm someday, my mom says that someday my face is going to freeze up, but you know, I don't listen to her. No, yeah. Who listens to their mom? Only losers. Yeah. Bunch of losers and fools. Maybe I would have, but maybe I wouldn't have been. I, I should have listened to my mom, eh, or well, maybe my mom would have told me would have told me about the bad weather and that we shouldn't have even had a show yesterday. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're uh, back. We're back with the J and J Securecast podcast. Um, and basically, we tried to film uh, record at our normal time, but um, God was pissed off for whatever reason on that particular day that we decided to try and record. As you put it, um, it's because we talked about the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, and God didn't like that, so like massive thunderstorms are going on outside both of our houses. Which is funny because we were talking about how much of a shit show the Oscars were. Yeah. You know, everyone didn't like them. And I guess, I guess, you know, I guess the gods are just more in tune with the celebrities than I think. Yeah. Well, I've been uh, I've been kicking the crap out of a, a certain god, mm. but uh, we'll get to that way later. So yes, we will. So we're gonna basically just pick off from pick up from where we were yesterday. 
um, mm. with stuff. All right, did so, uh, just to review you guys real quick, we talked a little bit about Avatar's live-action runtime. Uh, this is all going to get edited into one episode, yesterday's and yes. today's, uh, for the audio. So we talked a bit about Avatar's live-action runtime for those that are here on the video. Ezra Miller being arrested. Uh, good job, buddy. The shit show that was the Oscars and just uh, Jordan and Jordan got some uh, more uh, Transformers. Yes. Yep. And um, we're just going to move on from where we were there to where we were going to go in a sad, sad direction. Yeah. Was it? Were we on to the Bruce Willis thing? No, we just we finished, finished the, Bruce the Bruce Willis thing. We finished okay. the Bruce Willis thing, and then we're going to talk about. We we're just going to talk about uh, Jim Carrey announcing that he is retiring from acting. This came dur- revealed during like sort of the uh, the media scrum, I guess the 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 press tour for Sonic the Hedgehog two, which is coming out soon. And Comes uh, out he basically today. Oh, it's coming out today. Oh, cool. Yeah, if not today, next week. I don't remember which. Nice. Well, it's coming out soon, and basically Jim Carrey at some point just said, "Yeah, I'm I'm walking away. I'm uh, I'm done. Not out of not because he's mad or anything, but because he's like, I, I just wanna I wanna be a I wanna have a normal, boring life for the rest of my life. I am I I've had I'm it done. I have more than enough. I think he's I think he said something like, "I have enough. I am enough." You know, which was it's nice to see that he's in a good place, but he's also like, "Yeah, I can walk away from this." Yeah. That's a good, that's, I guess, a good way. I mean, walking away from a very big, from, you know, being the villain in a gigantic kids franchise movie, that's, that's honestly, that's a good way to go out on. Definitely. I mean, like, he's had a real, like, return to form, from what I can tell with, with, uh, these movies, which is good for him. I've always enjoyed his work growing up, definitely. Oh, same, I agree. I was, like, with, uh, I feel like I saw a lot of Jim Carrey movies growing up without like really realizing how much I love them. I think I, what movie was I really started noticing actors and like started thinking about them sometimes. One of them I think for me was Horton Here's a Who, where he plays Horton. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Jim Carrey and Steve Carell, my little child mind was like, I know those guys are funny. This should be great. And Horton Here's a Who was not. I mean, it's probably the best of those movies, those animated Disney. Of the Doctor Seusses, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not counting, um, I'm, I guess really I only ever saw The Grinch in segments. Not the new one, the old one. The Horton Hears a Who I saw yeah, in the yeah. movie theater. And I saw The Cat in the Hat in the movies, I think, too. Oh, God. Yeah, that yeah. Was, um, I actually, the, the the live-action Grinch movie, I actually used to be scared of that as, as a kid. Really? Like, I, I didn't see it, but I was like, I every time, like, the post, I would always, for whatever reason, wherever we went to see a movie while I was still living in Canada, like, the poster with that guy's face, I would always, like, shy away from that as much as possible. <laughs> Man. I feel like, like, one other thing about that suit is that Jim Carrey has got known for having, like, a rubber move-aroundable move face, and that face was stiff as hell. Oh, just, yeah. It just didn't work for him. Like, the suit. He was great in the role, but just didn't work. But we're not here to say bad things. We're here to say good things about Jim Carrey and other things. Like, like as far as, like, Jim Carrey movies goes, um, Liar Liar is pretty good. Uh, I think one of my first movies of his was um, Dumb and Dumber, and I loved that when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. That's that's where he that's where he broke big. What was that, like, 1998? 94. Oh my god. It's it basically his bit it, 1994 was the year of Jim Carrey cuz four bit of his four huge movies for him came out that year. The Mask, Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. God, yeah. Did I ever tell you that I knew the kid who played um Ace Ventura Jr.? 
Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, like, he grew up knowing my, like, some of my cousins, like... Oh, that's cool. Like, was at the bar, was at one of them's bar bat mitzvah, and could only stay for a little bit because he was famous. Oh, yeah, okay, he just popped in for a quick hello, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's really... Yeah, it was good, yeah, very good. Oh, my God, I loved him in Yes Man. God, there's so many more shows of his that I've seen that I don't, re- that I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, man. The cable guy is such a it's a good one. Kick ass too. I, for, I forgot he gets killed in Kick Ass too. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, you know, Jim Carrey left is gonna leave behind a good legacy behind him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he's he's going he's going out on top definitely. Um, and as far as like um, that's the Sonic Two movie. Like the producers have said, like yeah, we're not gonna recast Robotnik. Um, and they basically said like yeah, he's. We're gonna have Jim do it for as long as he wants to do it, you know. Um, also, I, and I, if he if he does decide to leave, I wouldn't be too the Sonic franchise. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't be too worried about it. There's so many villains that he could pick from. That's true. I mean, isn't, isn't always though that like Jim that Robotnik is like always like the preliminary villain, even though there's a bigger villain that he can't control or something like that. Yeah, he's he's definitely if he's not the main villain, he's like the villain at the start, and then something bigger comes along. I feel like he'd come back to do like a Marvel movie or to do something that was big and awesome, just because you know something that like will will keep him will keep money coming in, but will be easy work to do. Like, um, yeah, definitely, yeah. Like he said himself, he's like, unless like like if I get like a. And I'm paraphrasing here. If, if I get like a fantastic script, I'll probably come back. But exactly. until then, I think I'm I think I'm going to take a break. Exactly. You know who's a, who's um who's someone who said that they were done, but then came ba- but then came back. Robert Redford. Robert Redford, who was uh, retired for such a long time, but kept coming back for uh, our, his retirement was like started or ended with um, being in Winter Soldier. Uh, he's mm. the uh, the guy who's in charge of Shield. It was him. I can't remember the okay. character's name, but it wasn't uh, you know the one that's not Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, the one who's is uh, who's secretly like a Shield and uh, a Shield Hydra agent. Yeah, yeah glasses guy. Yeah, glasses guy. Uh, glasses guy. Exactly. Oh no, I know. No, I recognize him now. Never mind. Yeah, he's exactly. the dude in the suit. Got it. Yeah, he was supposed to be retired, and then he also came back. You know, he was in Avengers Endgame also to be for that little scene where they're trying to exchange the briefcase with the Tesseract. Yeah. Anyway, Jim uh-huh. Carrey, one of the greatest actors of all time. Yes. Well, hope that it will be missed in the theaters. Continuing on, though, some. More sad news, quickly. Not super sad, but um, Kenobi, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yes, Ubi Kenobi. Ubi Kenobi has been delayed. Delayed. By two days. Yes. Which sucks, because that means it's not coming out on the 45th anniversary of the very first Star Wars movie. Ugh. Oh, well. Yeah, I know that sucks. But we're getting two episodes airing at once instead of just the one. Exactly. Like so we're getting extra content. We're getting an extra episode. Exactly. It's not coming out on May 4th either, which is also a Wednesday, I think, which would have been perfect. Yeah. But as I've heard many put uh, many put it, out of all Star Wars and ancillary content, the other movies, the other the other shows, uh, any other t- the the, t- the Disney Plus shows, any of the animated shows, this is the thing that fa- that some people have wanted the most since the prequels. And oh Obi- yeah, yeah. An Obi Wan Kenobi solo run starring Ewan McGregor. Yeah, this is something people have wanted for a long time, and it's 
And um, I think ever since it got announced, this is the thing that's been mostly anticipated. I, I agree. Because it got announced like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Or speculated on. Yeah. What is your honest opinion of the prequels? Uh, they're fun. They're fun to watch. Uh, they're not great movies, but they're fun. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any, like, real, like, hatred towards them. I, I can't feel that towards them because they're just fun. Also, yeah. I just grew up with them as well. So. Thank you. That's what it is for me, too. I grew up with those movies. So, like, that, like Phantom Menace was my first Star Wars movie. Oh, it yeah. It just was. Like, for a lot of kids out there, Force Awakens was probably their first Star Wars movie. Lots of kids yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. And then they got to watch all the other content afterwards. But still, it's yeah. it's Star Wars. And as crappy as some parts of it can be, and I and Isa also don't like uh, Jar Jar Binks. No. But he got, but you know, his role got reduced and reduced, and you know, he's he's got, he has the worst episodes. He has some of the worst episodes of Clone Wars, but also one of the funniest love stories. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. So, but and anything else, this is what we want. Will yeah. we see Jar Jar in the show? Imagine. Oh man, that would take some balls to mm. put him in there. That would be fun. I want to see. Um, I want to see if. Uh, what? Uh, hey, what though? I want to see oh. if that old that old thing's alive. He probably still is. It's the old Jewish stereotype guy still. Alive. Oh God, you're right. <laughs> Listen, Fuck. the Star Wars canon. If anyone ever says that oh, it's racist because it's a Jewish character, the Star Wars is all about our world and racism too. The, think about the Tuscan Raiders are called freaking sand people. Oh, God. They are called the Sand People. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. There are racist people in our world that call Middle Eastern sad, uh, the Sand People. That is awful. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. It's no good. So, it's all, it's an allegory for life. Yes. That's what and it George is. And George Lucas is very bad at handling allegories, but regardless. Sometimes, sometimes. yeah. Kenobi is, Kenobi is coming. Uh, and we can't wait. We cannot yes. wait at all. And as long as it's better than Boba Fett. I th- I think I think um, that's a safe bet. I'm yeah. not. I wouldn't be too worried about that. Oh, you know what? I bet actually this might. It, we're gonna see something happen. We're gonna see something happen between him and Cassian Andor because that Cassian Andor show is supposed to come out this year too. Oh yeah, I forgot. It. Yeah, the Rogue One spin yeah, Rogue- off, right? Yeah, with the main guy from that who there's gonna be no stakes for because we know he's gotta live for Rogue One. Yeah, but that's all. That's all we gotta say. Kenobi can't wait. Yes. And now it's time for some MC News. MC News. Geeth. And a couple of cool things happening in the MCU, including Ryan Coogler and the team behind Black Panther to be helming Ironheart. That's a good team. That is definitely a good team. So, Ironheart. Anthony Ramos, series star, has confirmed that Ryan Coogler is involved in the project. And uh, he revealed this during uh, an after during an Oscar party interview with Extra. Oh, he was. Oh, this is the guy from In the Heights. And he says it's incredible people. It's incredible people. Chinaka Hodge, Ryan Coogler, and just like a dope squad. You know, Dominique Thorne. And I just feel blessed and grateful. I love reading quotes from people. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very. This is very vague information as we do not know what exact role Coogler will play. But it's just uh, nice to know, hear that talent director is involved. In some, it's mainly here also that you know, uh, just you know, a black director is involved with a character that's got, that, that's black. Also, you yeah, know, that's what people, that's what people want to see. You know, the actual experience. It's why one of the reasons why Black Panther was so good. People felt that Killmonger was able to express you know the experience of being a black man and why it is that Wakanda needed to help help out others. Yeah. Which is great to see what happened. It's 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 legit. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, it, so it's legitimate. Legitimate representation is best for business. Yep. It's said that also that Dominique Thorne's Ironheart character is going to be introduced in in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever as well, which is set to come out later this year. Whoa! Right? Is it still? I, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is because the Marvels got pushed. That's what happened. Okay. They had to push all the shows because of the Marvels and other stuff. We got a lot coming out this year. She is apparently pegged to be one of the smartest characters in the MCU, Ironheart. Her intellect on the level of Tony Stark, who who um, the character idolizes. And, um, well, it's going to be an awesome kind of suit. It's going to be a kid Iron Man, almost. Yeah. Got lots of kid characters now in the MCU. Yeah, lots of young characters. So we can bind them to contracts forever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, speaking of of being bound to contracts forever, that actually leads perfectly into talking a bit about Moon Knight and how apparently Oscar Isaac is said to only be in Moon Knight. Yeah. Good for him not getting in this. But I do have one thing that I did hear mm. about also that I did not include here. But there is mm-hmm. some um, speculation that the Werewolf by Night show our uh, Halloween special that's coming up is going to possibly include Moon Knight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, mainly because there's some uh, Moon Knight comics that you can read, I think, right now on Marvel's website through the uh, the, uh, link. Yeah, uh, I agree. And currently, I think the second one out is one that involves Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight. So, good stuff. Good stuff. That's cool. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Mr. Oscar Isaac is only involved, going to be involved in Moon Knight. That's it, probably. It might stay contained to its own universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Oscar I also, you know, Oscar Isaac is a smart guy. He seems like the kind of guy that after Star Wars happened, he probably doesn't want to sign anything long term. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when it's under the same company, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, though. But I, you know what? If, if Moon Knight goes well enough and he likes it, like he, he could come back. But it's like I, not right away. Yeah, I agree. Which is fine. Yeah. We'll talk more about Moon Knight a little bit later. Quickly backing on to those Disney Plus shows, though. Disney Plus has fixed a goofy Falcon and the Winter Soldier mistake, as they put it. Mm-hmm. It's not really goofy as much as it is. Um, so, seeing as though now Marvel has brought in the MCU characters and how they are now MCU canon, maybe. You mean the Netflix been, people? Yeah, the, ne- the Netflix people. Yes, the Defenders. So with that being said, they uh, Disney Plus had to add a T had to add some TV ratings and that, that you can set that you can set with parental controls uh, TVMA fourteen, whereas the rating of all those Defenders shows. And with yeah. that though, they decided to make edits of the other Marvel shows that they have, and with those take out some of the blood. Okay. Basically, and basically there, uh, what happened was. Uh, oh, okay, let's see. An edited version of the Power Broker episode was accidentally uploaded due to a human error. Uh, so, basically, they uploaded an episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier where there was no blood into the place of the sh- of the ma- uh, into the place of where the one with the blood, the main one that came- the original that came out, is. Basically, yeah, they put it and they put the censored version where the uncensored version should have been. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, that's basically Simple what whoopsie. Simple whoopsie. It's just for the parental controls and all to see that. So it happened in episode three in one of the most brutal scenes where uh, U.S. agent murders a guy by repeatedly bashing the Captain America shield into his head has not been affected, apparently. Okay, so that yeah, wasn't affected. That's a good scene. <laughs> it, the other scene, I think, was the scene where they shoot that doctor who was um, remaking the who was remaking the serum. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Oops. Yeah. 
Yeah, this stuff happens. I, I love the fact that we have um, parental controls now where it's like PG to TV 14, the entire MCU, TVMA, Frank. <laughs> Frank Castle. T- yeah, parental controls turns on Frank Castle. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, there's so there are seemingly no rhyme or reason to why Disney would censor the few scenes in the Marvel show that could easily be put behind the parental controls, especially when there's now bed-breaking, bone-crashing, ass-kicking Marvel action series on the service. And now Moon Oh, okay. Uh, did you hear that Moon Knight, may- Moon Knight may have had their first F-bomb in the MCU? No, I have not. It was t- That's it was- very nice. Yeah, exactly. It happened like right towards the end of the episode when like Mark is trying to tell Steven to shut up and crashes the mirror. And it sounds oh, like yeah. it says, shut the fuck up. Yeah, cool. Yeah, really cool stuff. Really good to see in here. Yeah. Doctor Strange 2 is a month away, dude. Less than a month away. Oh, boy. You excited? I'm excited. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, me too. There's so much hype for, for this right I'm now. I'm scared. I'm scared, Jared. I'm s- and I don't know what to do about it. You're scared? Yeah. I- I'm scared for Juan. Oh. I'm scared for him. I didn't even think of who could die. Like, who could we lose? <laughs> we lost Aunt May in the last Spider-Man. Yep, no one's safe. No one is safe, indeed. Yeah, no black... Jeez, who do we... Who could die? I know that, um... What's her... Because we see that someone who looks like, um... What's it called? Uh, what's her name? From... From what? (laughs) We saw someone who looks like Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, but it's not her. It's supposed to possibly be Photon, the... Or not Photon, um... Yeah, Monica. Monica Rambeau, yes. Yeah. It's supposed to be Monica Rambeau. She's not dying. No, I don't think she. I think she's sticking around. I think. Yeah. Um, I think Charles is probably gonna go at some point. Charles, I know he's just being brought in. Xavier. Oh right, I forgot about that. The Patrick old man. Stewart. Yeah, the old man. Yeah, I mean he's being brought in. I don't really see him sticking around though. Mm. For very long. Uh, you know what could be a thing that would make sense uh, that I heard recently. What if the Fantastic Four were like in there, but like. They were like in some sort of time thing with quantum energy, and that's how you bring you introduce the Fantastic Four because they've been like stuck in some sort of time thing, and through quant and at Quantum Mania they'll get released, and somehow it's been like fifty years later. Like they, they maybe they went in like to with the quantum realm in like Hank Pym's time mm-hmm. and Janet and uh, and Janet's time, and came but are coming out years later, like kind of like yeah. how um what's his name did. How uh, Scott did. After yeah, exactly. Yeah. Five hours and five years type of thing. So, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange 2 coming very soon. I'm excited. And yes. It, but as that's happening, Morbius is not doing good at all. No. Is what are the numbers, bad. Jared? What are the numbers? Uh, <laughs> actually, I actually want to see. Me, let me take a look real here. Uh, let me go to at Rotten Tomatoes real quick right now. And I think, wow, it's all the way down to a 17%. Mm. 17 from the uh, critics and a 70 from the from the fans surprisingly. I thought it was lower. I heard it was doing really bad. Yeah, and I'm looking at like the box office worldwide and as of uh today, uh worldwide it's only at 100 million, which still 100 million is a lot of money, but oh, it's yeah. not like Spider-Man money. That's that's like that's like a tenth of Spider-Man money right there. Jesus mm. Christ. See, uh, so many choices just seem half-hearted. They're not terrible, but they're also not interesting. Morbius, at best, will be remembered as the latest effort on Sony's part to make the to make its nascent Sinister Six fa- franchise happen. And like Fetch, it's hard to see that happening. <laughs> 
Yeah. They already tried a Sinister Six with the most recent Spider-Man, I guess, but there's only five of them, so whoever they got left, you mm. got Vulture, you got Morbius, you got the you got the Scorpion guy in um in prison. Yeah, Scorpion. Yep. I don't know. I've heard mixed things about this this uh end credits especially and I, I don't know. I want to see this movie still. I, I hear it's bad, and I gotta pay for it to see how bad it is. Sure. Hey, sometimes you gotta know. You just gotta know. It's the Marvel world. You gotta. Mm-hmm. But I still want to see it. I still want to see. It. I gotta see how bad it is. I've been wait. I've yep. been trying to say see it for five months. And now it's available. Mm-hmm. I think that's all we really wanted to say though about Morbius and some other stuff. Yeah. Really quickly. Well, now let's just go right on into that. What was supposed to be the main event of last night? Let's go right yes. on into it. And why it is that I am no longer the J and J Secure Cast E Boy Champion. Pour one out. Pour uh, out the forty. I. It was down to like my one match too. Yeah. It could have been down to one match too because I I had a poor pre- I had some poor predictions by the first night, ending myself with four point five points and Mish with seven point five points. But I was able to come back and that the Pat McAfee Austin Theory match was like the turning point, where he had ten point five points. And I had a, and I had uh, ten points. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think if McAfee won, uh, yeah, if McAfee won, Mish became the champ, and if Theory won, I became the champ. Why? Did... <laughs> it's funny. Gabby was watching with me, and she was like, "You picked him." I was watching the promo package. I was like, "Why did you pick him?" I was like, "I didn't see the promo package before the match before the match was announced." Jared, he Pat McAfee built a ring in his house. It was, it's his dream. I, you know, I would have picked him immediately after seeing that promo package. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, I just wanted it to be theory, partially. I mean, I guess technically also that's Pat McAfee's first wrestling match win. I'm pretty sure because he was also that's had, true. Yeah, yeah, he had the match with Adam Cole where he lost, and he had the War Games where he lost. Yes. His first wrestling match where he wins was on WrestleMania, but then we'll get we'll get back to what happened. Also, let's just go through this at a nice pace, make it seem right, go through this more properly. Yes. WrestleMania 38. Yes. Started out night one with I think Brantley Gilbert doing the national. Oh no! Wait, wait. Before any of that, before that, before the show started, we had two two-hour pre-shows with yeah, no matches. Yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah, that I didn't watch. I was I, I watched like Adam Pacitti watch them on on YouTube for for a little bit as I was getting out of work. Mm, okay. It was it was more entertaining than probably watching it I guess and I'm glad I didn't have to see Jake Paul on on the, any of the pre shows saying something stupid. Yeah. So good didn't have to see any of that. Uh, it sucks because one of the matches that got bumped off night one could have gotten on a pre show that would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, having these two-hour pre-shows, you know, we could have done, like, the old Battle Royals that we had. Why did we take... Like, seriously, why is WrestleMania SmackDown a thing? That was a thing for last year only because of, like, limited capacity. And they wanted to show they could use only limited people for this for the show. I don't know. For COVID why. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah just to be safe. Yeah. Because WrestleMania was about getting every... At one point, like... Or with the Battle Royals was about getting everyone on the show, and I liked having that feel. Like, like, are they still getting a WrestleMania bonus, even? I don't. I think they might not be. I don't know. Exactly, because they're not, not on a the WrestleMania anymore. Yeah. No one gets the bonus now. What's the point of the Battle Royals if they're not on the show? <sighs> all right. That's all. That's all I needed to say about WrestleMania SmackDown. Also, neither the IC or US title were defended. You told me all before uh, the other week, though, about how, of course, they haven't been defended. You, you had to be, they haven't been respected in forever. And then I was like, but what about The Miz? And you were like, but they was about The Miz, not the title. And I was like, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
It is. Okay. Starting off with some disappointment here. My first pick uh, is the Usos uh, defended their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Man, what a... I... <sighs> I feel I feel bad for Boogs because he started off so well. Like, what a cool like he he played guitar all the way to the ring. Exactly, perfectly for wrestling. Like, what an incredible performance! And he was doing really well. And then like his knee went out. Mm. That's got to suck. I think that match might have. I don't know if that match got cut short because of that. I think it might have been though. I feel like it might have gotten cut short because of it. Because like Boogs, Um, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. He was yeah he was done, and then the match wrapped up pretty quickly with the Usos winning in pretty dominant fashion. Hmm. Oh, well. I still... I, God, I think it would have gone to that to knocking Boogs if Boogs hadn't gotten injured. Would have been hmm. nice to see, you know, the Jimmy and Jay cowering behind Roman in fear. Yeah. As they get, as they get that. But, yeah, Usos uh, retained. Good for them. Good yeah. on them. Um, Nakamura, I hope you get a better push soon. But I... I don't know. He's doing great. He's doing fine right now yeah. with Boogs. I think I think Nakamura is is down at this point for whatever. You yeah, know? honestly, I think at this point because he's like, hey, I'm making money. I don't have to like get hit by Tomohiro Ishii. Man's forty two. Every other week, it's nice. Didn't even realize he was only he was forty two years old now. Oh wow. Yeah, he's getting up there. Boogs is thirty four. <laughs> Boogs is younger than I thought actually. Oh yeah. Um. And he's got like he's got a beautiful family based on what I've seen on his social media. Aw. yeah, beautiful, uh, adorable daughter, adorable. Aw. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss. This was okay. This was okay. Uh, this was uh, a match that I was yeah, not looking forward to. I was gonna say a match I was not looking forward to. Didn't care no. about because of Happy Corbin. And then I came to realize and remember after last week that we said that uh, that Happy Corbin is probably one of the best NXT call-ups. Because he's able to stick around and just be there. Yeah, exactly. You can beat him like a drum, and he's still, he's still someone that you just like, just despise. Oh, good he's on still Mad just Cap- a good deal. Yeah, good on Madcap Mass, by the way, winning that Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and then having it lead to your dissension between you and Bear and Corbin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Corbin also won that a few years ago. Is his name basically just Corbin? Basically, yeah. He is a one-name guy. Yeah, well, he's got, like, different names. It's like Constable Corbin, King Corbin, Happy Corbin, Sad Corbin. Baron Corbin. Yes. He always just had—he was always a one-name guy, and you never really thought of it like that. No, yeah. Because huh. Baron's, like, uh, technically a title. Exactly. He's had all these titles before his name, before yeah, the last name. That's pretty fun. Corbin's just a last name, I guess, because, like, rid- like, how Matt Riddle is just Riddle now. Yeah, I mean, uh, this match, not much really to say about it. Um... Except for Drew McIntyre kicking it out at the end of days, who would I think he's the first person to do that? So that's pretty cool, I guess. That's to amazing. Do it at WrestleMania. Didn't someone else kick out of the end of days? Oh, maybe something. In, I think maybe someone in NXT might have. Someone, uh, someone did it. Barely no on, maybe in NXT. I bet. I feel like it might have been either a Sami Zayn or Samoa Joe. I have no idea, honestly. Who knows? Mm. But on the but as far but at least in a long, long time, probably this is only the second person ever. Yes. But Drew McIntyre kicking out of the end of days was like one of the hugest pops I think of the day. Absolutely, the yeah. Drew McIntyre, yeah. Glad that back. He won. Yeah, hit Corbin with the claymore. Tried to kill Madcap Moss with the sword. Oh yeah. Ended up, ended up breaking the ring. Yeah, I was surprised that they did that at all. Yeah, I was like, man, we're two matches in, guys. Damn. 
But yeah, I mean, also just it's it's nice for Drew to have a moment with the people. Agreed. He had he had yeah. a win in front of every in front of people on WrestleMania, which is great. He didn't had not had that yet. He deserved it. Yeah. Oh, quick thing I got to also mention real quick. Speaking of that uh, sword cutting the ring, the promo packages. Oh, my God. All night. Just talking about what's going to happen the next night. Just tell me what's going to happen tonight. Yeah. I Like, we're about to hear what's happening tonight. You guys are extending the runtime by having these ads for what's happening tomorrow night. Just put them all together in one thing. Show them before the end of the show. Yes. Like, and have them be shorter, because you're padding out the time, especially when you have to cut a match on the show for time constraints. Mm. And I guess that, you know, because, and this is why, I, I mentioned this because uh, they obviously needed some time to get some more ropes on the ring for the next match. Um, yes. Logan Paul and The Miz versus The Mysterios, which I am, I was very surprised that The Mysterios want, lost this. Yeah. Dom's first match on a WrestleMania, and he doesn't yeah. win. Yeah. Suck it, Dom. <laughs> Suck it, Dom, indeed, yeah. I guess. I gotta say, like, as far as, like, contenders for best gear of the night, I think Miz and Logan Paul might be up there. Oh, yeah. Logan, Logan Paul. Paul coming out with his goddamn super rare Pokemon card around his neck. <laughs> Thousands of dollars that he spent. Thousands of dollars spent on that one card, yeah. At least it's in a protective sleeve which is nice good to see oh also i should say ray and dominic had pretty nice gear as well with dominic's gear being a tribute to uh, eddie guerrero actually mm-hmm. with the because he wore because eddie wore that red red and blue like jacket and stuff like that back in the oh, day i remember nice. i remember seeing pictures of that giving a nice shout out to his dad his yes. his kayfabe dad his kayfabe father i should say mm-hmm yeah, they needed so much time to fix that ring. Also, Logan Paul just in the match. Holy shit, the athleticism. He was athletic. Um, he had there was a really great moment in the match with him where he does well, it's basically he does a three amigo spot. And he but when he does the first suplex, he actually waits waits a good like three or four seconds. He pauses because he knows people are gonna go like, is he gonna do the three amigos? And then like the slow movement with the legs that everyone knows Mm -hmm. and he just takes his time with it then goes up to the top rope does the shimmy perfectly timed the frog splash he's got great instincts he knew what he needed to do to compete and get ready for this and you know good on him honestly like fuck you wwe for making me like logan paul like yeah fuck you wwe for making me like him it, yeah. Moment, like, and well, that's what they want because apparently they're turning to Bayface because immediately after the one, the Miz <laughs> stabbed him in the back and hit him with his finisher. So Miz and Logan Paul are probably going to go at it now. Yep, that's probably going to be a match at SummerSlam. Bring in the money, bring in more people. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Backlash, but I mean, if they want to wait, yeah, SummerSlam's the time to do it. Who knows? Yeah, probably. I, I mean, speaking of which, I heard somewhere that Logan Paul even said that he would like possibly step more towards pro wrestling than boxing. Sure. I mean, pro wrestling. I mean, you're definitely less likely to get knocked the fuck out in wrestling than boxing. Definitely. So good on you. Uh, I guess get good on you getting away from the injuries. But I mean, mm-hmm. as long as you're not, it's not going to make me forget about what you did in the suicide forest. It's no. not going to make me forget about what you did to Japan, what you've done in in, in, over, in general. So mm. fuck you, WWE, for making me like Logan Paul for a little bit. Mm. But also, thank you, goddamn WWE, for putting on this next match, which was definitely, goddamn, one of the matches of the weekend. Yep. Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. 
Holy shit, this is just a goddamn good match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just straight up, straight up very good. Um, straight up what worked. It's like with Bianca Belair, I think we could start building uh, WrestleManias honestly around her, like genuinely, like having her be like an actual main eventer because she all, she has performed exceptionally well both times. I feel like the division has really been established and built now. Like there's good contenders. It's not just the four, the four horsewomen of WWE anymore it's it's about more of the women and that's great yes. to see I miss Bailey though also this made me re- this uh, WrestleMania WrestleMania made me realize that I missed Bailey Yeah hopefully she'll be coming back soon Bianca congratulations an incredible match Yeah um kick big time Bex in the ass Yeah not much to say other than just go watch it yeah, go watch it. Go watch it, and then after that, you can watch Becky's husband get his uh, get his ass kicked as well. Oh yeah, this was next. This was very the very next match. So yesterday, you told me you liked this man's outfit. You did not like this man's outfit. I that, loved no. it. No, the jacket. The here's the thing. The jacket was awful. He looked like the <laughs> fucking blue meanie. As I, I couldn't stand it. The pants. Once he took the shirt off and the jacket off and he was just like wearing the tights those were fine as i put it i thought he looked like palpatine in one of the early prequel movies it went not in a like in his uh in his senator getup, you know looking like a normal person mm. so, i don't think yeah. the floof was that extreme but okay like it's not that extreme but it's just the it was the coloring really that's mainly what made me yeah. think that and just the thickness towards the top anyway just not the floofiness yeah and then we were all waiting, waiting so patiently to see who Seth Rollins' opponent was, the mystery man. Who who could it be? The lights, uh, we see some pyro. The lights go out. Boom, boom. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Cody Kingdom. Rhodes. I called Cody it. Rhodes. Yeah, you called it. Yeah, Cody Rhodes has debuted in WWE. He's back. He is not. He is not the Cody Rhodes that he left as. So he's not Stardust. Thank God. Thank Thank the Lord. He is the Cody Rhodes that he was in AEW. Yep, full presentation. Like yeah, like he's back as he was. Homelander jacket. Yep. Just the the same thing. Same theme. The wrestling has more than one royal family. The. All of it, all of it. That was the downstate by King. The, all the graphics too. I, I God, I, uh, I think you. I was on video chat with you during it, but I screamed really loudly when it happened. I was like, yes! But I screamed in a way that my family got worried that something was wrong, mm. and I scared them by accident. So sorry, family. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. This match. Um, this was a Cody Rhodes match. Yeah, um, but it was one of his better ones. It was. It was definitely one of his. It was one of his. It's his best one in a while. I, I thought. I thought that Seth worked really well. I, I thought Seth and Cody like made a good combination as far as putting together a good match. Cody sold his ribs throughout the night really well. Um, that he did. Just. Yeah. Everything Ooh. was. Everything was executed perfectly. So, okay, mm-hmm. I have right here. The oh God, Meltzer's, so Meltzer's five-star ratings. Oh, God. So no match got a five-star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very surprised. I'm surprised that Bobby Lashley and almost only got a half a star. The highest-rated matches were Becky and Bianca and Cody and Seth with both at 4.5 stars. Yep. And, yeah, it, I was going to say, you could say it's his best match, but then, it, but then again, Meltzer gave his match with Sammy Guevara 
uh, a five stars. Apparently, also the Beach Break one, his last match. Oh, okay. so but you know, oh, okay. what? no, Cody has become a great wrestler. Like just since he, you know, it's funny. He started AEW with a five star match, and he ended AEW with a five star match. That's true. He did. Yes, yes, he did. Um, it's yeah, so to bring Cody... that kind of great match quality to WWE too, please, please. Yes, yeah, bring that match quality. Uh, do more cartwheels as well. <laughs> I like. I love. I the whole like. I like the whole um, him. Um, I'm not a fan of WWE commentary, but I think Pat McAfee had a good line when Cody did the uh, the car wheel and the the Stardust like little thing, and Pat McAfee said like that was not a tribute, that was shedding skin, and that was like a little subtle dig. Oh, yeah. It's like don't worry, we're not doing Stardust, we're actively mocking it. So good, very good. That's fine. What do you think of Cody's promo on Raw? Very good. Very, yeah, it was very, very good. I did, I did kind of roll, I did kind of chortle a little bit at the. Um, at the camera shot and then Cody trying to fake cry. I'm going to win the title for my dad. (laughs) He brings out that voice. It's the for my dad. I need my older brother. (laughs) What a, what a, what a carny. I love him. What a worker. God bless. He is, he's great. He knows exactly what he's doing to pull the audience. Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey sure had a match that was, ugh. Yeah. Just didn't go well. No, I I actually kind of like this match. This really? this didn't feel like a match. This more felt like a fight. Oh, okay. This felt like a street fight, hmm. um, which I enjoyed it for what it was. But um, yeah, it was it definitely it, it felt different from the rest of the card, which I was glad about because um, I was a little worried. I'm like, this match is going long. It's like can it's like Ronda's been out of it for a while. I don't know if they can do something that isn't heavily produced. But it's like, oh no, they can. Yeah, they can. They absolutely can. The finish was kind of reeked of fucking we need big to put- boot i know well she's been people with it before but still it this kind of felt like yeah we need to get this to another pay-per-view yeah so we're gonna get this at wrestlemania backlash probably the rematch so. i was hoping okay. that that this would be a thing where becky lost the championship and then came and cost ronda but no mm. that'll be next year's main event of mania that'll be yeah night one main event next year yeah, Becky versus Ronda is still oh, a match yeah. that people want. So That's exa- then I guess Becky's going to win the Rumble next year, maybe. Uh, or Ronda. I don't know. Ronda won this year, so that's true. Ronda's getting a, t- a championship before next year's WrestleMania, and Becky's going to beat oh, her yeah. for it. Yep. Oh yeah. I am so happy that this next match happened. Yeah, actually, I, w- I was worried about th- I was worried about this whole thing for Same. a while, but it's it turned out so much better than I thought it could. So we've closed out night one of WrestleMania with not a not uh not a match, but technically, well, we did, but with it started with a talk show, the KO show, with Kevin Owens and his guest Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now. I loved Kevin Owens in this whole thing, like starting um, with Stone Cold's entrance um, when he was riding around the ATV. Kevin Owens just had the best facial expression. <laughs> it was just like, oh god, here we go. He's gonna ride his little forward. By the way, when Austin, when Austin like made his entrance and then walked back behind the curtain to like get back on to get on the ATV and reveal that he had it with him. I thought for a second, it's like, oh my God, is he going to come back out wearing the vest and the trunks? Oh, and they're just going to have too. a match. I was nervous about that. Yeah. That but no, we, great. but yeah, so we had, um, at the talk show, Barely. I've never seen Steve Austin look more angry in his life. <laughs> the whole like, time legit. Just there, like you've been making fun of Texas. What the fuck's up going on, man? What? What? <laughs> People were um, him. Yeah. The, 
yeah, I mean, I was I was like, man, I don't know what Steve Austin at his age can really do at this point, but the crowd was just up for the entire thing, oh, and yeah. it worked to their benefit. Oh, um, yeah. Kevin Owens and we is got, get what chanted the rest of his life. Yeah, absolutely. And we got an actual legitimate match. This match lasted, the No Holds Barred thing lasted just under 14 minutes. And it was it was really fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun to see Stone Cold take a bump. Yeah, he took bumps. He took he took he took a suplex on the, like the, on the, so, on the outside floor. the ring. Yeah, yeah. holy holy shit. shit, that's pretty impressive. It um, was for his age, yeah. I will say the only thing that I didn't really care for was like Steve Austin trying to stump a mud hole. Those looked like ass. Oh, those looked so bad. Those, those looked, looked so like ass, bad. especially with his knees. Um, everything else looked good. I mean, he's, he can't do it anymore. Like his no. knees are done. His knees oh, are dust at this point, but he, God bless him, he tried. Yeah, I agree. Good on him for trying and just making an awesome night to end. It's funny because this apparently, uh, this being the main event, pissed off Ronda Rousey. I heard reports of that, but then I then she also like denied that she wasn't mad about it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, who knows? But, you know. Yeah, there are reports that she left right after her match. It was like, she has a baby. Yeah. Let her go take care of her baby. Yeah, I think she even said, like, uh, well, no, she said at the Hall of Fame. I think the story was... She left the Hall Ronda, of Fame. Ronda yeah. R- bolted from the Hall of Fame because she found out that Stone Cold was going to the main event night one instead of her. But Ronda said, like, no, I have a kid to take care of. That's why I wasn't at the Hall of Fame. And I'm not... And I'm like, I'm I'm cool with working with it's Steve Austin in Dallas. Of course he's getting a main event. Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. So we had Kevin Owens on an ETV screaming for his life. Yep. Uh so nice. many stutters. So many beers. Yeah, so um, many beers. Had, Holy shit. Uh had a nice had a nice little moment with his brother in the ring, which was very Oh yeah, nice. his brother came out. That was great. His brother looks yeah. exactly like him. Yeah, that's disturbing. <laughs> it's so disturbing. <laughs> so oh god, do you know what they do? Uh Oh, you haven't been for like all. So I was at a dynamite, the dynamite, the third ever dynamite, and they have like those beer. They had um, not instead of a beer bash, I guess it was a bubbly bash because Jericho had just beaten Darby Allen. Oh yeah. And uh, I found out that what they do for those is they have another. Basically, they have another mat over the mat. They just remove. Like oh. outcomes of events like that because they must they did that the next night also before the main event when Stone Cold came out. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Oh. Yep. There goes your pop filter. There we go. I'm fine now. I'm fine. I accidentally just slapped it. Yep. Before we go on tonight, too, I just want to say some things about also about Raw, because you mentioned it before. We got some a debut, the finally debuting Veer Mahan. Who didn't he finally even, came. He didn't even come and have a match. <sighs> he came to beat up the Miz and the Mysterios after that. After Weird. the Miz beat Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. Just happens. He, d- he didn't have a match. It was the crowd was not up for it. They're like, "Oh, this is how he's debuting." Okay. Mm. I mean, they cheered because he was like, "Finally, he's here!" But like, yeah. But that wasn't the only debut that happened that night. Mm-hmm. We also have the debut of someone named Ezekiel. What the fuck was this? What it appeared to be is that the man who formerly known as Elias Sampson, and ouch, I just realized I have a a, um, splinter to get at still from way earlier. Ow. You building furniture again, Jared? Yep, I built a bed earlier. Cool. It was a lot of fun until I got that splinter. (laughs) But we also... Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel, Who it appeared to be um, the former Elias or Elias Sampson, completely shaved in face... 
wearing trunks, like the short uh, speedo trunks, as I like to call mm-hmm. them, and boots, and just looking that like and looking generic as heck. Yeah, like, I'm not Elias. I'm Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. Okay. And Kevin Owens is just like, no, no, you're Elias. What is going on here? You're Elias. I lo- I'm, well, at least I'm glad that Kevin acknowledged that this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And clearly it's like, I guess we'll find out as time goes on. But um, hopefully it's... Jared, it sounds like to me that uh, the Raw after WrestleMania was pretty... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I squeezed that in there. All right. It's been pretty mid since like the Raws after Mania 34 and 33, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Uh, which one was the Kofi versus Seth? That was, it was 35. 30, 35. Yeah, that was garbage. That, that whole was garbage. Was garbage. Yes, that was the last one that was anything. Ugh. Yeah. And they was like, oh, yeah, we knew this match was going to get called off. We knew that they were going to be in the main event. It was going to get called off. Oh, okay, it's just the bar that's going to be the one that's going to interrupt. Okay, cool. It's the bar. We like the bar. Stupid. Don't even book it then. Exactly. Don't even fucking book it indeed. Yeah. When we know it's not uh, going to happen. Yeah, but uh, you know what uh, they did book that was actually pretty good? Starting night two, uh, we got to see Triple H. Yeah, we did. Live and in person. Very nice to see him again. And Very nice. I think he had a longer entrance than Roman Reigns, but that's fine. This is the first time we've seen him since... Um, well, this is the first time that anyone's seen him in public since, like... Uh, he had that um, heart issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, that. And speaking of Triple H, apparently also there was a big meeting either the day, I think the day of SmackDown before, all the t- before uh, with all the talent, all the talent had to be there. And uh, the special guest that John Lauren Ice brought out was Triple H, mm-hmm. who everyone rejoiced and was very cheerful for, who made the announcement that WWE superstars can start, use, can start making money from third-party deals. Yeah, they rolled that deci- that that decision back. So yeah, now now people can actually like have like outside uh, ventures, make money on Twitch. Maybe have like sponsors on their pants. Maybe I mean it's probably gonna have to. That might lot, be cool. A lot of it's gonna probably have to still go through uh, Vince and such. And like they were supposed to make a whole department about this too, uh, about this too, but that all got fizzled out because of the pandemic. Yes, just never got ha- never really happened. Mm-hmm. So good on the superstars, good on them getting being able to make that money. Because mm-hmm. was Zelina Vega was saying she was making more money on Twitch than she was with WWE or something. Yeah, that was what it was. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So let's move on now to night two. Again, yes. Triple H he left his boots in the ring also, but after that promo, he, or yep. not promo, he just came out and said welcome to WrestleMania, and that was it. Yeah, good on him. Glad glad to see it. It was good to see Triple H. Mm-hmm. And then to see his uh, his fo- his longtime friend Randy Orton then right afterwards defend uh, Randy Orton defend with Riddle the Raw Tag Team Championships against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Yo, this was excellent. Yeah, this was excellent. I'll be honest. Unfortunately, due to time, I just the only matches I've seen from Night Two are this one and the main event. But I will have I do have thoughts on this. This was excellent. This what? was genuinely superb. Um, what am I talking about? Oh All yeah, three teams are great. Yeah, uh, it's huge. Mon- I love Chad Gable. Oh god. my god, I didn't know he was I, doing that. I'm so glad. Um, shush, please. I'm so glad. Um, this is the one benefit uh, where um, I've stopped watching WWE for because it's like I kind of am reminded of how talented almost everyone is. Yes, on this goddamn roster. Um, you got you know, you got the Street Profits. Chad Gable just being Chad Gable. Many people thought that the Street Profits were going to turn heel on this night. Yeah. Not. Yeah, it, it, they they were starting to get a little more. 
they were they were kind of aggressive with their challenge their call out where it's rk bro rk bro by the way rk bro's theme song slaps it does it's just it's just voices with a hip-hop beat and i love it it is (laughs) yeah everyone looked great on this otis looked like an absolute tank chad was just perfect Montez Ford with the Swanton leap over the ring post. Oh yeah. Onto everyone. Like I I was Angelo Dawkins just doing the spear through the ropes into into uh, Otis also was just two huge men hitting each other, which is great. Why haven't we seen a singles match between those two yet, actually? That would have been great for the like for build up. Yeah, I don't know why. They're saving it, I guess. Uh Matt Riddle. Um honestly the star of this whole whole show was Rand the star of the whole match was Randy. Yeah. Randy and he was of the hot tag. Mm. That was the craziest. I know that now this has been going on for a while with RK bro. Like Randy Orton gets like these amazing hot tags and he's super over. Um, This is yeah. Oh, it's like I love that. I stopped watching it. And now he decides, you know what? I'm going to start trying now. I'm just going to start trying. I'm going to start. I'm going to actually have fun with it at my job. (laughs) Exactly. He hasn't been doing that in forever. God, he was so hyped up. Um, only negative of this match. What was Chad Gable trying to do when Randy Orton RKO'd him? Because it looked like he was just jumping so Randy could grab him out of the air. Like come that on. kind of happens with a lot of RKOs sometimes. Yeah, I thought I thought it's like okay, maybe he's trying to reach Matt Riddle for a splash or something, but Matt was way yeah. off. Yeah, way too far away. It, yeah, so. that tends to happen with the RKOs. I've noticed. <laughs> Yeah, time. that was um, the only weird spot, really. Yeah, that. But other than that, that was a great opening match. Yep. Uh, the post had, match was also great because yep. we got uh, Gable Stevenson. The, yes, we got the Street Profits uh, coming up to RK Bro after they were victorious to retain their towels, and they went, "Oh, you know what, man? You know what, man? Let's have a you know that was a great match. Let's have a toast to WrestleMania." And hey, look who's in the crowd! It's a uh, Gable Stevenson. Yes. Gable Stevenson, a new signee, uh, Olympic wrestler, and they invite him in. They go for the solo cups to have a bit of a toast. Chad Gable slaps it out of Gable's hands. Yep. Gable versus Gable. Huh. Yeah, Chad Gable uh, gets in uh, Gable Stevenson's face. Gable Stevenson just pulls his shirt off. They're Takes his shirt his... off and just belly-to-belly suplexes Chad. Yep, and it's a good, it was a good suplex. I mean, it was great. Yeah, very good. Got Chad, some real height off flew. that. Yeah, Chad flew. Uh, Oh yeah, he went for it. Yeah, God bless him. Uh, Randy's face when Gable when Stenson's cup got slapped out of his hand, he was oh, just yeah. like, "Well, okay, <laughs> time to go." <laughs> Everyone was just like, "We're out of here. Oh, we don't yes. want to be around for this." So good. Yeah. Bobby Lashley and Omos up next. I don't remember much of this match. I I can't believe they didn't do a slam spot with these two. How how did they not do a body slam? Like I guess they I had guess to save. He's it. Almost just too tall. They had to save it for, for the that? next match. I guess. Um. <laughs> apparently, Bobby Lashley hit, used a spear on almost his back. Yes. Which was an interesting move, but it's like uh, to attack the kidneys. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Kidney punch. Sure. Kidney, kidney punch. Spear. Kidney punch and pause. Stomach punch. punch. Stomach punch. <laughs> Either or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess they were really. Uh, there's not much else to say about this match. It wasn't as long as you as you thought, and I was hoping for it to be a lot bigger and better than it was too. Yeah. But they sl- they saved the slam for what happened during the next match. Match. Anything. So goes you gotta, match. What happened here? 
I can't believe that you skipped this match, actually. I know. I, I'll get to it. I'll get Johnny to it. Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn versus uh, Jackass star Johnny Knoxville. This was, as I heard it put on Thomas Island, because... Um, all the Jackass movies has their have their point fives with Jackass two, Jackass two point five, Jackass three, Jackass three point five. This was the Jackass Forever point five. <laughs> okay, because it had everyone from Jackass coming out. It had Chris Pontius coming out doing his like sexy dance thing. It was great. Just a slew of just appearances from the other uh, from the other crew. I don't remember all of their names like Sharks. Uh, Wee Man, I, I I saw Wee Man in there. Yes, no, I'll get to Wee Man because after Chris Pontius got got kicked a lot and put out under the ring, or he tried to run away by going under the ring. Who did Sami Zayn pull out instead? But Wee Man, of course, <laughs> who gave Sami some good fighting. And then gave Sammy the body slam. Very nice. The Hogan like body slam. Like, and it it looked great. It was like picture perfect body slam <laughs> by a, a small man. Yeah. Like, you they must have pra- they had to have practiced it. That yeah, was- Weeman. Yeah, I imagine like Weeman. Also, I imagine Weeman hits the gym. Oh, probably yeah. Yeah. They had to have hit the gym. Uh, good thing Johnny Knoxville knows how a mass how a mouse trap works because he was able to fix it for the uh, finale. There's a giant mouse trap. Yeah, there was also um, was, a table. Was, wasn't there like the giant hand trick? There was the giant hand trick. Right. Okay. Yeah. There was. I saw that image. I'm like, all right. Yep. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah. The hand. The, the hand child of Mark Henry and May Young made his debut on WrestleMania. Oh God. <laughs> For those who don't know, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, once impregnated old lady May Young, who was only able to give birth to a hand. I don't understand. I don't want to know what goes on in those people's thoughts. Ruthless aggression. <sighs> or was that the Attitude Era? I don't know. I think I'm, that might have been the Attitude Era. Oh, my God. Well, still, yeah, mousetraps, uh, a mousetrap table that I think jo- that Sami Zayn went through. And then uh, mouse tra- a giant mousetrap that. Oh, and the dick kick machine. Dick, dick kick, kick machine was. Yeah. <laughs> excellent trust me this was a great match this is a hilarious yeah. match like my girlfriend who hadn't seen it like didn't he she's been watching aew with me not wwe okay so her seeing like a lot a lot of this night brought back the 90s for her which she knew mm. a little bit about so she uh, and just jackass that uh, she knew a lot about jackass had to explain to ohad what jackass was okay I don't know. She loved it. I was glad. And she loved also what happened later in the night. Next was a fatal four-way match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. I don't have much to say about this match other than also uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley came out as a Dom and Sub. Yeah, they're uh, Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, Batman and Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, which was which I which I do like that gear. It's very I, BDSM I, though. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the energy. I don't care. I didn't care. No, that's fine. Uh, um, Sasha and Naomi came out in a Lamborghini, a yes. glow-in-the-dark one? Uh, no, uh, so, uh, Naomi came out, did her dancing thing, Sasha's music started to play, and instead of Sasha coming out from the main thing, then she came out from the car, uh, Naomi stepped in the car and was dancing basically as the music kept playing, oh, and they drove okay. down. Or I don't know if they drove down to the ring. No, I think she just drove it to the middle. Yeah, because I don't think that ramp's wide enough for a car. It's not. Never mind. I didn't. I, <laughs> it's not. My bad. Yeah, it went to the middle there, and they just stepped out. <laughs> yeah. By the way, cool stage. Cool stage. Yeah. Uh, not much else to say about this match, but I say, but I say, cool stage because the uh, as AJ Styles was watching was walking out for his next match, he got hit by the stage in the face. Really? Because I I heard he he suffered. There was some blood. <laughs> yeah, there was blood before he got out to the ring. Basically, he was face was bleeding because he hit the um. He hit the uh, stage as he was walking out. Bonked his head. Oh, he, he smacked his head against the side. Yeah, of the- basically he was trying to turn around. It, like, like, okay. Um, 
God damn it. It's basically like curved. It was like one of those curved entrance things. Sorry, I have my headphones off, so I can't hear you entirely. Um, here, let's take an example. I have the crown right here. Jack's going to describe right it, folks. Here. Of course I do. But imagine like this whole thing is like the wall. It's like a diagonal wall. He's trying to turn around, coming around the wall, and instead of like actually going fully around, he just smacked it slightly oh. instead. Oh. He turned too early, basically. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, man! And then Edge came out, had a great entrance. Also, loved the new theme. Um, Edge coming, yeah. See, I told you it was good. It's a good song. I loved it. Yeah, Edge coming out of a fucking throne, really. <laughs> Taking okay. everything from the Undertaker. Yeah. And um, if I am being very honest with you, I don't remember this match. I heard this match was ass. <laughs> okay, I've heard no one say that. Like, I've heard no one else say about this about the match. It was ass. I was bored. I was yeah. bored. I couldn't stay off my phone. Yeah, I heard about that. I, I, I saw the match time, the length of the match first. So I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna be this. This I don't think this is gonna be any good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long it is? Yeah, when a match is that long, sometimes it can't be that good. No, it depends. No, it's you gotta like. If, I want to hear gotta, about the starring okay. of a match before, and I don't understand how this match got three point seven five stars because I was bored. I was yeah. just bored. Piss bored. Yeah, if you're gonna have a match that's like over twenty minutes long, you better have a lot going on in there. Like you better have like a good. You have to be able to tell a really good story throughout the entire match. And this was and like the longest match on the... Oh, this was 25 minutes. I thought it was 26 for some reason. It's mm-hmm. the longest match on the night by like double the time... Almost double the time of the next longest match of the night, which was Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, actually. So it was 10 minutes more Yeah. than any other match of the night. I don't know. I was bored. I just... I couldn't... Yeah. I, I don't understand... I, 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 maybe I'll watch it again. Maybe I still have Peacock, so maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give. I will give this match a shot, but it's just like I'm not looking yeah. forward to. It. That's you, why. That's why know. I didn't go for it. If that's why do, I went for the opener. <laughs> let me know if if you watch Knoxville. Uh, if if you get bored, let me it, just while watching it still. Let me know. I mean, the ending is worth it, I guess, because that is a great spear. And to, uh, you can guess how it ended. AJ was yeah. trying to do a phenomenal forearm, and Edge did a spear. That's how. That's how. Yeah, um, of course. Roman beat it. Roman beat AJ that that way when I was first getting into wrestling. Yep, that's how it happened. I remember. Yeah. So. I knew that was going to be a loss for AJ. I mean, I think actually, actually I didn't. I think I rolled the dice on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So next was the Peaky Boys, Seamus and Ridge. Oh, wait, quick thing about this. Who do you think else is going to join Edge's stable other than uh, Damian Priest, who now has joined? Uh, I think people are talking about Rhea Champa. Ripley and Champa. That's what I've heard. Um, I'm not really into whatever Edge is doing. I think he's trying to overact. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the brood wasn't all that cool. I mean, the entrance is cool, but the brood was like, all honestly, right. wasn't really all that. It was kind of short lived, wasn't it? It really was short lived. Yeah. Like this is the new new brood, basically. Thankfully, oh, they're not calling it that. Yeah. Uh, but in referring to in referring to um, Damien at one point, he called him like the master of punishment or something like that, and I just thought, like punishment, Martinez. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. That was good for the fans, I guess. All right, mm. moving on, though. The Peaky Boys, Seamus, Rich Holland, and Butch against the New Day. Well, not really, and Butch with Butch. Who, goddamn, they have just... What is... Butch seemed to be doing more bad than good. Just trying to interrupt in the match more than help out his allies. Yeah. This match was so short. It was only an... Um, it was barely any length. The New Day, Kofi and Xavier coming out in gear that looks like biggies. Yeah. Looking great doing it. Mm-hmm. And then just getting destroyed. Yep. 
I don't know what else to say. It sucked. Yeah. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Surprisingly good match. Mm. Vince McMahon comes out first. He's like, I want to introduce you all a future Universal Champion, Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. And just by that, you should I should have known, oh, he's losing then. Damn it, yep. he's losing. Absolutely. Well, actually, no, that had me that gave me thought that he was winning because when they he did that with Drew, Drew won the match, I think, after that he had after that. I don't remember what happened. Well, when Drew McIntyre debuted, like back in yeah. 2008. Yes, that. What about it? Yeah, like um, Drew McIntyre's debut was Vince McMahon coming out and saying, like, we have a new sign for SmackDown who I, who I believe will be a future world champion. Drew McIntyre. Took a while to get there. Yeah. Good luck, Austin. Good luck, Mr. Theory. Because you yeah. just so lost. How was Pat that match? McAfee. It was. Wow, I didn't realize he was younger than me. It was a good match. Pat McAfee mm-hmm. ruled. He he rules in the matches that he's had. Yeah. Came, didn't he come out of Seven Nation Army? He did. He came out of the Seven Nation good. Army. That's uh, a good song. But they, he, he picked a great He probably paid for it himself for the rights just to get that song to come out to. Yeah. Which I totally understand doing. It's a great song. It's, and coming out to a great, uh, iconic song like that is a good way to get recognized and immediately get over with the crowd. Yes. So good on him doing that. Great job. What we didn't expect was after the match ended, McAfee is like pointing at Vince McMahon to try and challenge him to come in. And Vince gives us, like, the shirt, uh, like, the jacket off our sec. He's like, nah. Turns around, then tur- looks back. Starts pulling off his actual shirt. He's got the he's got the wife beater on. Sorry, the yep. A shirt. Don't call it that. The he's black got the ma- black. He's got the classic black uh, T-shirt. He's got this yeah. classic black shirt on. Black A shirt. As it's, yes. I think it's called A shirts or something like that. I don't, something like that. Yeah. They're, they're what you wear as an undershirt, usually under your suits. Yes. And... <laughs> I don't it was a singles match that was not really a singles match no. um because McAfee was like busted after that match um Theory had interrupted and attacked McAfee Vince uh ended it by punting a football into McAfee point blank and in the ground some, yeah and no and uh, McAfee was on the ground like oh, okay. on his hands and knees and then got the, then the punt happened in the gro- in the stomach to which Vince just then flipped him over and pinned him Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Great. I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's like, it doesn't really matter because like Pat still feels like a star, honestly. Yeah, he does. He, I think he generally does. And then, but then Stone Cold came out. Yeah, Stone Cold came out. Oh, you know, I wish I still had that effect. Remember that little effect thing, sound effects thing I had? It had a glass smashing effect on there, which was oh, okay. perfect for this, but I don't have it anymore. All right, yeah. Is a toy anyway. Yeah. So Vince so, came out. So Stone Cold came out, uh, and then Vince proceeded. Vince McMahon proceeded to take the worst stutter sell of all time. <laughs> oh my god. That was a disaster. And apparently was, Vince. Apparently, like every like there are rumors coming out that Vince knew that that was absolutely ass. Oh, I bet he did. Um, but then Pat, God bless him. He got stunner too, and Pat's cell kind of saved it. Oh yeah, he's he started, had a great cell. He basically sold it like he was still get like he was still taking like he was still like shaking from it, but then he also had his beer pouring in his mouth as he was drinking it. Oh, that's it. right. He's like, I need to finish the beer. The beer. Oh, I want, it's just good. Oh, it's yeah, good. It's awesome. It's just, I got stunned. Oh. <laughs> that's good. It was hilarious, uh, and oh god, uh, Stone Cold was was laughing his ass off at how terrible he, Vince took the stunner. <laughs> He was laughing in yeah. the ring, like blatantly at it. Oh, oh God! Yeah. Also, oh God! Uh, I, I was. Do you watch Botchamania still or no? 
No. Okay. Well, yeah, I, talk they, to me about it. He put out a new episode today, Matthew Gregg, and in it he included video from Mick Foley's son, where Mick Foley is just cackling with laughter at the stunner cell. He is <laughs> dying at laughing at this. I'm like, Mick Foley, I want that energy all, all the time, every day. Man, yep. I want I want to interview Mick Foley. He just seems like fun to just talk yep. to in general. Yes. Should have met him. Oh, well. We have one thing left to talk about on this evening. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, quickly thing to mention, uh, they did they did the Hall of Fame twice also, both nights. And on the second oh. night, Undertaker's music got cut off. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was kind of walking back and forth still, like waving at people and there was no music. In, but they're like, Undertaker, go, go. You need to go, man. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, this <laughs> This happened before these matches. I don't remember when exactly the night it happened on the second night, but... I just needed to say that before we got to this winner-take-all match for the WWE and WWE Universal Championships between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, this this was a weird one because this was the pre-match and the post-match were great, and then the bell rang, and it's just it's Roman versus Brock. And I'm just like, God like, damn it, guys. They've had better matches in the past, but like... Yes! The first one! It, <laughs> their first one was better. Yeah. And then everything else after that has just been finishing and signature move spam. Finisher and spam. Yeah, that's it. That's finisher and move spam. That's all it's been. Ever since they had that match at uh, SummerSlam a few years ago when Roman won the Universal title. Yeah. That's what it's been. And that's what Brock matches have been for a yeah. little bit now. Like, they were. It, it's because of Goldberg. It's fucking Goldberg's fault. It's it, they, they thought the Goldberg formula was so good that they could. And use yeah, it and it worked it. the first couple of times. But then, yeah, it's like you just keep it's diminishing returns. You kept going back to it. You would have thought that they would have been done with it also after the terrible Goldberg Undertaker match in Saudi Arabia. Yes. But I guess not. Yeah. Um, what I, I will say, though, I there were some things that I liked throughout. I like the fact that uh, I liked uh, Brock. I, li- I like babyface Brock a lot. Yes. Baby he's he's clearly having the absolute time of his life. I agree. I agree. During the whole thing. Um, and he did his own. Insi- after Paul did Roman's entrance, Paul, uh, Brock grabbed the mic and did his own like announcement. Yeah, so what was the point of even having Mike Rome there? <laughs> uh, visual. Aesthetic. Yeah, visual. Yeah. And just that final spear in the end was so sudden. I was like, okay, you're not good. Like, I get you just get out of a Kimura lock, but you shouldn't have been finished off by one spear. Yeah. It should have been more than one spear, at least at the very end there. I think that would have been good. But, yeah. like, just the single spear and just how suddenly it came. Like, my girlfriend was sitting next to me and was like, that's it? That was the finish? Like, they yeah. kept using the same moves over and over. Yeah. Oh, I was like, this is why we watch AEW, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, overall, what would you say this WrestleMania was? Uh, I I would say it's it's the weird thing of like it's, I feel the same way about it. I feel like last year night one was excellent and night two was all kind of all over the place. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Night one felt streamlined. It felt I just felt more complete. Even I mean, yeah, it's like I, I watched all of night one and I and I kind of felt after that. It's like I don't really need to watch night two immediately. Mm, you didn't need to. Yeah, I mean. It was just okay anyway, so the second yep. night, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. I mean, hey, also with the announcement that two night WrestleManias are here to stay, I'm good with that. Yeah, Keep I'm good with that. I'd rather have like um, one excellent night and one partial and one like sixty percent good night than rather than a one 
just super long night that all just sort of blends together by yeah, the exactly. end. You know what? I'm yeah. starting to think in bet now that the reason that why they had um, those two hour long pre-shows with no matches on them was because of travel for people that are trying to get from across town that were NXT also trying to get into WrestleMania. Yeah, that, I guess way, so. NXT was a pretty good show from what I saw also. Oh, good. Uh, I predicted very few of those matches correctly. I did not expect Dolph Ziggler to be retaining the NXT championship that night. Yeah. Only but it's fine it because Raw. then Braun won it back on Raw. Okay. I guess they gotta, they're trying to get people to watch the show. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. It was all right. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Okay, one of the guys from MSK was just let, was just fired. Yeah, for good reason. Fuck that guy. I, okay, I heard that it wasn't. I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't. There's like, there's some stuff coming out that like it was true and stuff that it was. I don't know what to know yet. So other than, other than if it, it is true, good reason that he's fired. Sucks that he is champion already now when you fired him. Yeah, they vacated. They vacated the belts now. Of course. Oh, they obviously. did. Okay. Yeah. What does the uh, what does the other guy do now? Do though? Uh, I don't know. He's probably getting released. That's a that would have been a good year for those guys. Then good one year for those guys in the company. Yep. But that's all we gotta say about WrestleMania 38. Uh, overall, I'd say just I'd give it a six out of ten. Yeah. Because the good moments were that good. Mm-hmm. They were just so good. Mm-hmm. So let's close things out and finish this off with uh, what are we gaming? What are we gaming? Uh, let me see if I remember. Yeah, okay, so uh, I did more Hades. I beat Hades, sort of. And okay. what I mean by that is I completed sort of the main objective, which was uh, which was reunite Persephone with uh, Zagreus. Mm-hmm. So have uh, Zagreus' mom come back to live, uh, live in the underworld and sort of reconcile with Hades. And become a you know a better family as well for all three of them Good. for all three of them and then for Hades and Zagreus to sort of work through their differences and they have a genuinely pretty nice little nice little conversation. The game's not over. The game is not over because the next step in the story is basically trying to figure out how to deal with the fact that Persephone is now in the underworld, which is not something that Olympus will be happy with. Mm. It's currently being kept under wraps. The other gods don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So basically what's going on now is is that in order to maintain cover of everything kind of being like sort of the status quo, Zagreus is continuing to try and break out of hell, but basically as his actual job now and not mm. just like trying to escape. So, okay. And um, Hades, of course, is playing along with it. And you still fight Hades when you get to the when you just get to the surface as well. But they have a they have a better rapport now. Like Hades' insults aren't as scathing anymore. They're more they're a little more friendly. Oh, okay. But they're still they're still very sarcastic towards each other, which is a lot of fun. Uh, the dialogue in this game is just an absolute delight. I wasn't expected to laugh as hard at some lines as I was. God, I gotta try Hades. I really do. It's it's absolutely great. I will say I will warn you though, it is cocaine. <laughs> it is pixel cocaine, my friend. You cannot it's addictive. Um, so I will warn you. Oh, and one last thing, the packs. I got to say the packs, which make the runs way harder. And there's a bunch of them. It's for to get more rewards and things like that, which is mm. um, some are uh, things cost 40 percent more. Enemies have 25 percent more health. You have to complete Ooh. each section of the underworld within nine minutes. Oh, and you can stack those things. You can stack those things for more rewards. 
Oh. Like there, there's like three statues to unlock. I unlocked the eight stack one first, and then I'm like, all right, what's the next one? That was kind of tough. What's the next one? Sixteen. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting to try and figure out. So um, yeah, Hades. It's it's a masterstroke of a game, continuing to be excellent. Yeah. Nice. So so Jared, I got to ask you, how do you feel about being a horrible <laughs> parent and a murderer? You bastard. <laughs> You son of a bitch. So me and my girlfriend are, have been playing more It Takes Two. And um, I knew this part was coming. This is as far as I knew in the game, actually, as to what like what came. Uh, yeah. Like the first this thing I knew that happened in the game. So last we left off, we knew that the parents wanted to try and make their daughter cry. They knew they thought that that's what they had to do to break the spell. What the fuck? Yeah, right? Wait, I surely like the spell is happening because her daughter the daughter is sad and she wishes that the divorce wasn't happening. Yeah, so basically. So shouldn't the process be like, oh, we should try and like come like settle our differences and try and be better parents for her. Yeah. And then maybe the spell will be broken. Maybe we can learn something about ourselves. But no, apparently no. it's to make her cry. Yeah, no. What's just... the logic? you got to explain the logic behind me because I don't so, get it. Well, here's the thing. They're not even thinking about their daughter in this divorce. They're not. That's the problem. They're not thinking about her at all. They're just thinking about themselves and how what. And, and throughout it, they're, throughout it also, they're going through all these games and such and, wor- and like little toy things that they had maybe built together as parents. And I'm just like, guys, you built these worlds for your child. Why don't you guys do this together? This is you like. You're, why are you both not carpenters? Yeah. Like they're making these amazing play sets that like we're playing that we're like you know, we're playing the game through, and obviously mm-hmm. some of it's meant to seem bigger than it actually is because you know it's a it's a video game. It needs the world needs to look bigger than it actually than it may actually be. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys built all these all this awesome stuff, and you guys couldn't find time to work together to do this kind of stuff. I get you both have work, but like, how didn't you connect over this stuff? Like you've been complimenting each other on all on these things, but also bragging about how you did these things and while while doing it. Mm-hmm. So they're just thinking about themselves. They're just thinking about how they're trying to be the better parent, and then and how to fix what whatever's going on with them. You know the transformation. So mm-hmm. they thought that the that the reason that they returned was because of Rose is crying, Rose being teary and upset, not knowing exactly really all about it. You know about trying to work together, even though. The book, Doctor De Hakim, the ma- the magic book, has been telling them, "You guys got to work together and fix your friendship, mm-hmm. fix your partnership." Not trying to fix like their love or anything. It's just trying to say, "You guys got to co-parent, co-parent, yeah. please." And so all they think is that it's the, the their daughter's tears is what turned them. So they think that their daughter's tears are the only thing that could turn them back. So they go to this little. A toy elephant called Princess Cutie, who's the princess of this kingdom ca- uh, castle. Uh, all these guards and such around it gotta get out through all these puzzles to get to the princess, just so they can go and destroy this toy. I saw that scene and I'm like, this is like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, Rose, cry, Rose, yeah, yeah. Like it's not working. Why isn't it working? It's like, why the fuck would you think that would work? Why? <laughs> But yeah, what no. We just immediately thought, like looked at you. Was like, these parents suck. They're the yeah. worst. <laughs> like it's like I feel bad doing this because it's like it's supposed to be a boss fight. It's not a boss fight. It's a murder. It's a murder. It's literally yeah. It's just, just a... straight up squash. It's a it's a curb stomp. Like come on. Oh. I love I love I love the way Princess Cutie looks. I like that she's like part robot. Yeah, exactly. It's her. Oh, like, as, uh, or, no, that wait—is that a baby monitor? 
Baby, oh, no, the, no, it's not a baby. They're not a baby. Oh, from Gabishka in the comments. It's horrific. Yes, it's horrific. Yeah, it's horrific. Sorry, I was looking at Princess Cutie's design, like her torso. I thought it's like a heart. Mo- uh, I thought it's like a baby monitor or something. Uh, makes sense. Oh, God. They, yeah, but I, I look forward to playing more. I want to see what happens to these parents. I want to see how what shit comes to them, because even though I'm playing as them, I, I, I like I, I don't know if it's that I like playing as them being awful, but like I, I just want to see them get their shit. I want to see them get their comeuppance. Yeah, it's it's the John it's a Southpaw John Cena gif. It's like get your shit together. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that Southpaw regional uh, wrestling. Let's move on to what are we watching, real quick things. Cause... Yeah, what are we watching? Uh, we kind of watched sort of the same thing, I guess. Uh, in that in that case, let me talk about the things that I watched that you didn't first, real quick. I finished season three of Stranger Things. It's really good. The Russians are evil. Oh no, did we lose Jordan again? Damn. No, I can still hear you. Okay, your face is frozen. That's all. Okay. Okay. So Stranger Things season three, we finished it. The Russians are bad, evil people. Like, they just don't care about Americans, and there's the monsters back, the Mind Flayers back. Part of me is still, like, kind of like, okay, but what about the rest of the people? Like, what about these people? Um, I'm surprised that one of these, that one of the characters actually died, and I was like, mm. you're not even an adult. He wasn't a child. It wasn't one of the main cast. It wasn't one of the main I kids. Know. Oh, you I know. I know, but ye- Things get it, it's getting real now. Have you seen? Are you caught up on this show, by the way, or no? I forget. I've seen season three, but it's been a while. I saw okay, when it Billy. first came out. So. When Billy died, I was so like, "What? He actually yeah. killed him? What?" Yep. I mean, it's good. Like, it was a good redemption at the very end there because he's got the little, the the mind the main controlling one in him. But still, what? <laughs> yeah. And I, if I'm being honest, the one thing that they did, they tried to make him empathetic afterwards, like by showing a little bit of backstory and showing how like the mom was suddenly just gone, you know, mm-hmm. with his shitty father and being or being stuck with the shitty dad. But he's been shitty this whole time, like the yeah. whole time leading up to this. And like the only bit of sympathy we got before this season was when we met the shitty dad a second ago yeah. for like a two minute scene, maybe. So no, I didn't feel bad for Billy dying. I just didn't. Like I couldn't feel bad for him dying. It was impossible. Yeah, they tried. But then I watched Smiling Friends again, also, and just fucking love Smiling Friends. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's whole. It's it's hilariously fun. I if you like the comedy style of Zach Heidel and Ma- and Michael Cusick uh, and their stuff online, just how. If you've just seen anything by Psychic Pebbles on YouTube, you'll you'll love this show. My God! Oh yeah, watch Smiling Friends. I what's uh, the main guy? Um, Charlie. Uh, no, Charlie and Pim. Charlie played by Zach Heidel himself, and <laughs> Charlie's got this voice that's like you think would be kind of annoying, but like it's the deep voice that he uses for like almost all characters like this. By the way, most of the characters are voiced by, uh, in this whole show are voiced by two or th- by two people. Oh yeah, it's the Rick uh, and Morty thing. Yeah, basically. Uh, almost, uh, but like almost the entire show. I mean, literally, like the entire show. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. Watch, watch it. Just watch Smiling Friends if you haven't, because like so there are some great memes and just jokes from the show. Like, Pim, I don't think we're gonna be able to help this guy. This guy seems like a lost cause. We're just gonna, we gotta get him. Just show him. It's like, this is the worst thing I've ever been in, better been shown in my life, dude. If you fucking do, if you fucking come in front of me, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna punch you. In the- I love Charlie. Charlie, I, Charlie is my energy. Is <laughs> my energy when I don't want to, when I don't want to do shit at work. Yeah, Charlie is all of us when we don't want to do anything to work. Yeah, basically. I, I kind of felt like that today. I'm, I'm just like, cause there was like, it was a slow day, and, and I'm just like, yeah. 
God, I like des- like you you have the feeling to work when it's like you're desperately trying to find something to do. Yes. But you don't want to work. Yes. <laughs> but you don't want to do it. You want you want something to do to leave you to boredom, but you don't want to do actual work. Yeah. Precisely. So if you have like eighty minutes to kill that's like an hour and a half. That's like an Adam Sandler movie there, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, for some reason, feel the need to watch the live-action live Avatar The Last Airbender, watch this instead. Yes. Perfect substitute <laughs> okay. right there. Yeah. If, if you watch anything, if you think you're going to watch, if you feel like uh, killing time watching Cars, don't watch Cars. Watch Smiling Friends instead. Just watch it. I mean, maybe that those aren't, that's not the best example because it's a kid's movie, maybe. I don't know. If you want to watch something that's shit, I don't know, watch, it, watch Smiling Friends. It's fun. Yeah. I love it, and I can't wait for season two. Mm-hmm. That's not, okay. We need to close things out here because we're going, we're going long, and this is supposed to be a part two. <laughs> this would yes. this would not have been as long yesterday. All right, All right. Moon Knight is out. Moon Knight is two out. Episodes. Have you? Wa- I've watched the first episode, Jared. Have you watched the first episode? I watched the first two episodes. So I, if you only okay. see the first one, I will talk about the first one. Okay. okay. So I think that Mark is the ahead, real Jared. one. I think Mark is the real guy. I think it's. Yeah, probably. I think I think Mark got to the god or whatever the Kanshu? Egyptian god thing, bird thing first. Conchu. And yes. then the trauma of it resulted in creating Steven. Probably. I feel like that's just sort of what happened. I like that the show starts with sort of like there's a bit of a mystery element to what's going on. Yeah. Like it, it feels like you're te- it feels like you're either teleporting or time skipping, but you're not really sure what it is. But yeah, you're by the end. You're by the end of the episode. You're able to piece things together. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. And like it was basically that it wasn't technically him. It was something else that's living inside of him. Maybe actually the real him. Yes. Not Stephen. Mm-hmm. As he's hearing like the voice of this. De- as Stephen is hearing the voice of this demon just talk to him and something that sounds like an American guy, while he yeah. talks with this amazing British accent. It actually kind of all starts to line up more if you watch episode two, where you see like where this Stephen actually came from and like what it what what it came from even. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, like some like that. The only like negative thing about the show really is like some of the CG, like the CG on uh, the Concho. Oh, Concho, yes. Concho, it looks cool. The CGI of the truck looks bad. Yeah, <laughs> that looks real rushed. Yeah, but I mean, hey, oh, seeing, boy. Guy, seeing those guys get run over by the truck and such, those that, that was still cool. I liked that. Yeah. Definitely. The Moon Knight costume is really cool. Oh, it's... I Thank you, Marvel, for continuing to go comic accurate with your costumes right now. So good. So good. Yes. So good. How do the eye glow work? I mean, it's, it's a magical suit. What am I saying? It's a magical suit. How do the eyes glow? I mean, yeah. yeah it's, it is magic. Yeah. That's what happens. What do you think of Ethan Hawke? I think he's, like, marvelously devilish. I don't know, just, Ethan Hawke. He, he's oh, yeah. The, the long hair guy. The Jesus. Yes. Uh, What'd you think of him putting glass in his shoes as he get in the at the beginning of the show? <laughs> Who would that's do that? What I, I was like, oh, why? No, no, that's I don't want to see that. You know, glass is just Ugh. sand. Sand and gla- glass is just sand. So I he's know. putting sand in his shoes, really. No, that doesn't make it better, Jared. Because <laughs> glass is hard sand, and it's sharp. I don't the, like it. Sand, Ugh. Egypt, the desert, all that stuff coming in. I know. Sand. Um, and of course, it gets everywhere. Yeah, you think... Um, actually, yeah, there was a line by uh, Steven at some point that uh, was talking to some girl, and he's like, you know, what was it? They um, Back in ancient Egypt, they would pull... Your, the, your brain out and all your organs through your nose? Yes, something like that. Are we yeah. going to see Moon Knight do that to someone? <sighs> I don't think we are. It's That's too gory, but I think like that might be implied. 
Uh, that'd be pretty interesting to see and then someone's like, brain the getting pulled out of their nose oh my yeah no the heart stays i think that's the one thing that stays actually yeah the heart because the heart stays because that's what you need to be judged with when you go up to the Urkoven of heaven something like that i don't know i don't know yeah. ancient egypt egyptian gods shit i don't know yeah it's not real <laughs> yeah. but uh, moon knight's good we're gonna keep talking moon knight as it comes out more uh yep. it'll be halfway done actually by next week God damn. Yes. We have, oh, well, actually, speaking of, next week, we won't be having a show. No, we will not. We're going out, me and you. Yes. We're going to see some music, man. Yeah, we're going to see Fozzy live in concert. Hell yeah, I cannot fucking wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pull up that set list so that way we can listen to it on the way down and know the, and know the songs. <laughs> Okay, cool. That's what I started doing now with setlist, though. When me and my dad saw Dirty Honey and Mammoth WVH, I had made a playlist that had just basically the setlist of of what was all the songs from the previous night. Usually there's a few that maybe are changed around during the actual show itself, but, you know, we're going to get the ones that we all, that we're going to hear. We're definitely going to hear Judas live. We're going to hear the big ones that have been coming out in recent years, hopefully. And uh, I can't wait. I want to see, and we're going to VIP, we're going to see VIP, actually. Yes. We're gonna get a, get a picture with Chris Jericho and everything. Maybe uh-huh. I want to see if I can ask him if he'll if he'll do a. Can you say this is Chris Jericho and you're listening to the J and J Securecast podcast? Oh God! <laughs> can I oh, do that? Uh, you can ask. Sure. I don't know if I can ask him or maybe one of the other band members if they want to come on the show. That'd be fun. Mm, maybe yeah, if they uh, have the time to yeah. I'd be like uh, Chris. I know you would never come on because we do our show at the same time as Winnipeggers. <sighs> That's his show that he does with his old co- with his old friends from growing up. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's on his YouTube channel and Facebook, I think, if I remember. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of it. It's pretty funny when they're drunk. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but that's all we got time for here, you guys, today. I'll stop rambling and let Jordan take things away. Right, so thank you so, so much for joining us here this week. Whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash jnjsecurecast or listening to the audio podcast, uh, audio recording of this podcast at Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, Listen Notes. Uh, we're also on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and of course, our lovely host website, Podbean. Uh, we can find all our episodes at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. That's all one word. Don't forget to share the show. Let us know when you're listening on social media. Tell a friend or trick a friend into listening to our show by telling them it's something else only to find out that we're cooler because we are cooler. And let us yes, know if you listened all the way to the end here. Yeah, please. Uh, when we're going live, you can find us on our Facebook page. Our main source of information at www.facebook.com slash jjsecuracastpod. You can also follow us on Twitter at jjsecuracastpod. And you can also follow us on our social medias, which are on the top left of our screen, as always. But if you're just listening to the audio version, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over 9,000! Yeah! Yes, and you can follow the former king on Twitter at jgalls1918. Instagram at jgalls15 and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Jared, your face is stuck. Armor King? Armor King? I thought you said, I said former king. Oh, former. Mm. Former king. I'm former king. I'm a king in another. I'm a king somewhere else. I know, but I have, but we're cutting that from this. If you're listening to us on Podbean or Spotify or any other audio service, make sure to check us out when we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash J and J underscore Securecast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 830 and stay on until around 10. Oh, we usually go on now around 730 and stay on until around. Well, it happens to be almost 10 now, but we've gone along. <gasps> Jordan isn't directing the conversation. 
please feel free to email us with suggestions or kind words at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme. And with that, we've locked up the Securecast for the evening. After two nights, two nights, this would have been a long show. Stupendous podcast. Oh, yes. The most stupendous podcast after what was... I don't know. Was it stupendous that WrestleMania? It was. It was. It was. It was pretty. Good. Uh, I would call night one stupendous. Yeah, I'd say night one was stupendous. I would call night one and the opening match of night two stupendous. I agree. Yes, I agree. The show, the rest of it, kind of fell flat afterwards. Yeah. So that all being said, thank you guys. That's it. That's all we got here for y'all today. That was fun. Uh, sorry that we had to do this into two. It just sucks when that ha- when you know the, the weather. Out of our control. You'll be it's able out to. Of our he- control. We we listened already. I, or at least I listened. I made the clip already. You'll hear the thunder. You'll hear the reason we had to stop. I had one monitor turn off on me while we were live. So yeah, it, we needed to do it. So yep. it had to be moved. That's all we got though. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have yourselves a great night. Bye bye. See you around. Boop.